We are here, people. It is another Monday night. You know what that means. Another episode of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. I'm joined by the Kevins. Handsome Kevin. Shining Wizards Kevin. How's oh, yeah. Doing? What's going on, fellas? How's everyone tonight? Kevin, by all oh. means. Aces, baby. Always aces. Always ready. Always aces. I like aces it. and eights. Whatever. What else, what, what else you got? What else you got? Always In anything. the ace department? Nothing. Ace crusher. Ace is full. Ace, ace freely. Uh, up, uh, ace up the sleeve. Okay. Ace, uh, ace uh, Romero. Is that, is that a wrestler? AC Romero. AC Romero, yeah, look at that, a little bit of that. All right, right. Uh, handsome Kevin, how are you? I'm doing great. I am doing great. I'm excited for tonight. I'm excited for this. I like to. uh, It almost feels like I get to be out of the house a little bit here, so I'm uh, I'm pumped, man. I'm ready. I'm I'm ready to roll. We got a a full show for you tonight. We got Kevin Kelly, the voice of New Japan Pro Wrestling, and the man, the promoter. He wears a promoter hat too, behind all uh, American. Excellence Wrestling AXW, which has a big show this uh, Saturday night. So we're going to talk to him about that, among other things, I'm sure. Um, Patreon winner William Mercier Jr. Hey! Will be joining us for that interview. Uh, No Tony tonight. We got some pay-per-views to talk about. Uh, I have a lot to say about the NWA. I don't know (laughs) why I'm an idiot, but I am. Uh, We got some terrible New Japan news that we can talk about. Uh Uh-oh. Tony's not here to celebrate that, so he can go fuck his hand. And uh, we got, we're got we going to go over our picks. We had a lot of picks this weekend. So uh, we have uh, all this and much more tonight on the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, episode 624. Oh, baby. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network. Broadcasting live in high-definition video. Available on all podcasting and streaming platforms. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com. And become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. And now, it's time for the Shining Wizards. This is Scott Steiner, and you're listening to the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. Fucking whore. In your face! And motherfucking Shining Wizards! Monday night, we are here. You are here live with us wherever you're watching the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, be it YouTube, be it Facebook, be it Twitter, or dare I say the Twitch. Yes, people, we have a Twitch channel. Nobody ever watches there, but you should check it out or at least subscribe. It'll make me feel better. I I feel like we're too old for Twitch. I think you're right. 
Like that's like a video gaming thing that the kids are doing. I don't know how any of it works. I think we should start kicking people off again and forcing them. Just force the traffic there. I mean, there <laughs> are like uh, they're like tiers on Twitch. If you get a certain amount, you get like perks. Right. See, so we just for- we just force the traffic there. We just close some roads and have them travel the other way. I don't want to. It's like trying to you. trying to fish as like a, a primitive fisherman. Yeah. You, you put some rocks to one side, some rocks to the other side. You make them, you funnel them right in, and then you have like a, a net made out of, uh, you know, bamboo or tree shoots or something yeah. like that, and you just get them right there, right up oh, the shoot. You know, right watching the alone. <laughs> ah, I'm a big uh, dual survival, survivor man, man versus wild guy. You think you could do that shit? No, not even remotely. Yeah, me either. We watched, we watched that. You ever watch that alone? Oh, love it. Wife I, and I, my wife and I are big time into it. I started watching it at the behest of uh, KM. He recommended it, but then I got like three episodes in and just fell off. Really? Yeah. I draw the line at Naked and Afraid too. I can't watch that. Oh no, if that Naked and Afraid, is, Afraid is fucking stupid. That alone shit is for. I love that shit. Yeah. All right, so there's that, and there's um. What's the one where like they're all in like the the Arctic, and like they have to go like below zero, life below zero? I think I it's never called. Saw that. Never That's saw a good that one too. They hunt, they they fish, they ice fish, they 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 they're minimalists, but they have to survive. So I think it's below zero. All right, I like below zero. Well, uh, we're not here to talk about Alone and Below Zero and, and Survivor Man. All great vehicles oh, yeah. for learning how to survive in the wilderness. We're here so, for some wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Matt. KJG. Handsome Kevin. I, like uh, I was going to say the man on the ones and the twos. Yeah, the ones and the twos. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Right, right, right. I'm the guy on the ones and the twos. My name is Handsome Kevin. All right, that was wow. Subpar. That's a that was subpar. At best. I was doing. I was trying to do like a limp biscuit type thing. Oh, it, did it hit? You gave me yeah. a limp biscuit. Did it hit? When, when does your biscuit become firm? Give it a couple of minutes. All right, I'll, I'll, I can send you. A, I'll send you a Kermit. No. Oh God. Uh. <laughs> That dude, I totally forgot about that. Just triggered it. That just triggered me. Like, oh. really, like bad, bad memory. He's firming up. <laughs> bad. Like I totally. I had like a good run of watching that for like four days in a row, like nonstop. And then like I totally forgot about it. Not the Kermit. My reaction. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I wasn't sure. You know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you got to tell people. I tell the truth. Well, I tell you, we got a, a fun show lined up tonight. We got Kevin Kelly joining us in about half an hour, but uh, we got a lot of wrestling to talk about. Uh, of course, I want to catch up with you guys. I know, handsome Kevin, you had COVID, so you're oh yeah, you got nothing exciting to report back. No, nah, not really, man. It was uh, it was a pretty rough spell. Uh, my wife had a, uh, a touch oh, yeah. worse than I did for a little bit longer, uh, but I'm feeling I'm feeling a lot better now. I'm finally testing uh, negative. Just got uh, trying to get, keep my wind about me, keep my wits about me. Uh, but then we did uh, we did we were able to kind of celebrate uh, my wife and I's wedding anniversary uh, over the weekend. Wow, that's here unbelievable. Just so yeah, no shit, man. So yeah, it was fun. Happy anniversary. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Did I you, guess. Uh, 
during your <laughs> well, I don't know when it, I don't know when it was. It could have been like a week and a half ago, for all I know. I just said this weekend. Oh. Well, you were able to celebrate it this weekend. I wasn't sure if it was during. Yeah. Your- okay. I, I got you. I got yeah. you. Yeah. I'm, I'm following you. You weren't very clear. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Get it together. We're looking for dates here. We're a dates podcast. Yes. We remember things by the date. Gotcha. So our our anniversary was February 10th. Now, Friday vehicle. We were not able to uh, to do what we had originally scheduled to do on Friday because uh, neither one of us was was up to it. But right. uh, Saturday we went uh, to the Mall of America and went to Sea Life. Hold on, and- hold, hold on, you fucking. The two of you had COVID, and you both went to the mall. No, 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 Jeremy City. We tested. We tested negative. We were in the clear. We we followed. Hey man, don't cast me as that guy because that is not who I am. No, we we both tested negative. We followed the guidelines. So we went. We went down to go to Sea Life at Mall America. What is what is Sea Life? Uh, sea life is, it's just a giant, like aquarium that they have. Like we went on a behind the scenes tour. We got, yeah, it was very fun. My wife, my wife loves, uh, just all animals, aquatic animals. She's a big, big it's fan. Just a, just a giant turtle. She's uh, she loves, she, she loves, we saw a couple giant turtles. Yeah. So we went and we went and did that. It was fun. So Eric Fried wants to know how many years into your life sentence are you handsome Kevin? So, uh, I think my wife and I have been together for 11, 11 or 12 years now. Married? Uh, no, married for, this was our fifth year wedding anniversary. So if I, if I, I know Eric Fries was trying to be funny there, right? But, but people who are in happy relationships, they don't have kids. I, that too. <laughs> like I don't look at uh, being married to my wife as a, a life sentence. Maybe she does. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I could not. I will never say a bad thing about my wife. My wife. You and me both. You and me both. So it's not sad to go to Sea World in the mall. Like, isn't that depressing? It's the no, 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 no. They so Mall of America is giant, yes, but you no, know, they had a Monday is, night nitro there. They absolutely did. They had a Saturday night nitro there as well. Uh, but the it is a giant. It's a giant aquarium, and they do a lot of uh, like rescue rehab for different types of, of aquatic animals. A lot of endangered stuff there. Uh, it's a good place. So it's, it's a really cool place. I feel like it's the Xanadu of Minnesota to compared to like our. I don't know, New man. Jersey. Have you been to that Xanadu? Have you been to it? I've been there. It's fucking awful. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like it's at, it's more than a mall. If you there's if no you, aquarium. No, I'm not mm. saying the, I'm not saying the Xanadu is more than a mall. I'm saying the Mall of America is more than a mall, even though it has mall in the title. Like I feel like it's like an attraction. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There was actually there's a lot of Devils fans at the mall on Saturday. Oh, because they played the Wild. Yeah, yeah. they lost in a shootout. They sure Rangers. did. They sure did. Sure. Did. So that's you went to Sea World for your anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Everyone was happy. Yeah, well, it was, it was the it was my gift to my wife. So what we had originally what we had originally planned on doing was we we're going to go to the winery that we got married at, uh, kind of hang out there for a while, and then we we're going to go uh, out to a nice dinner, and then we we're going to go. We like to gamble, so we we're going to do a little gambling, but uh, we weren't able to do any of that. Uh, fortunately, your what's your poison? Gambling. Yeah, I'm in. No, no, no what's, what, like what? What's your game? I don't care. I will gamble. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm talking about gambling money. I'm in. Right. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, we were neither one of us was was up for that on on Friday there. But um, I guess for her was the the day at uh, at Sea Life. So all right, so we're diving deep into this because I'm very intrigued. Um, so you're from Minnesota. You live in Minnesota. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. Yes. And your present to your wife for your anniversary was to go someplace also in Minnesota. Have you have you ever been to the Mall of America before? So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think I, there's – I don't know how I'm going to explain well, like, this I, to I'm, you. I'm not going to lie to you, handsome Kevin. I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I don't know if I'm feeling this gift. Can, handsome Kevin, can I, can I just – can I may ask yeah. a just Yeah. I think – I feel like me and Handsome Kevin might be on the same playing field when it comes to our relationships, and I think our wives might be similar, although I've never met the lovely Molly. She's fantastic. Beautiful. But uh, uh, for, for so it's it's less – that whole idea that everything has to be over the top, it's a waste of time and money. Like tomorrow, oh, Valentine's Day, is a waste of time and money. I'm with you 100%. Right? So if – if Kevin's wonderful wife is into animals and the sea life, and he has purchased a backstage behind the scenes, not every Tom, Dick, and Harry can go see it. It's just her and handsome Kevin and some, you know, 19 year old kid who plays with animals all day and he's showing you how the seals does this and the turtles do this. Yeah, and- the Galapagos turtles. It's uh yeah, it's a more uh it's about her and she enjoys it and appreciates it. That you you, pre- you pretty much nailed it, Matt. I mean, we're we're well past uh, I used to get her jewelry for every occasion. Valentine's, anniversary, uh boy, what a birthday, you name it, it was always jewelry until we hit like that 5 6 year mark something like that. Uh and then she actually asked me, she's like, "No more jewelry." I'm done with jewelry. That's, so that was, a, that was not a question. So that <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm playing off what Matt had said. So when we get to like where we're at now, she's never been to Sea Life. She's a big Sea Life fan. Getting her something that is an experience as opposed to something that like material. Right. She's much more into, and she enjoyed it that much more than if I were to get her, say, another bracelet or set of earrings or necklace, you know, anything like that. What if you got her like a bracelet with a Galapagos turtle on it? She got one while Get we were there. Get out of here! Yeah, so I don't know if it was a Galapagos turtle, but it was oh, a yeah. save save the turtles, save what the turtles thing. Yeah. What if you got her a turtle? So she wants a saltwater aquarium. She wants one at the house here. But so. the question is, is she turtle enough for your turtle club? She is. She is. Turtle, turtle. She is. <laughs> But that's, I mean, Matt, you same thing, right? You get an, you get an experience. Why do I not have the I like turtles soundbite? This was perfect. I know. I thought about it after the fact. I like turtles. Oh, my God. This soundbite. I got to fuck, fuck this soundboard. Darby Allen. Fuck this I whole like thing. Oh. God damn it. Sorry. I got uh, uh, annoyed at myself. No, I'm with uh, you. And I hope that, like, one day, like, when I find... Uh, you know, I, I I hope extravagance is, you know, not a priority <laughs> at, yeah. at some point down the road. Yeah, it's 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 nice, and we usually we're us- we usually spend our anniversary in Mexico, so we'd usually be in Mexico at this time. Uh, but, right. but, just, isn't that where you got COVID? We went no 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 no. Uh, we we went over Christmas and uh, New Year's. We we're in uh, uh, yeah. So we need dates, Kevin. That's right. 
Right, right. So we're going back to Mexico in June. Oh, nice. It's going to be hot as balls. Goddamn right it is. Caliente. Right. Got nut soup. Uh, Shining Wizards, Kevin, how was your weekend? Oh, fantastic. Delightful. Peachy, awesome. Went to uh, went to WrestlePro on Saturday night in Rawway, New Jersey. All right. Uh, so that was a good headline by LSG versus TJ Crawford for the WrestlePro Interim Championship. Banger. Interim. That's right, because Dion Roosman is the current champion. Uh, he made his return. He's a, a trainee from uh, Seth Rollins' school as well. So um, so he came back. Dan Moff wrecked shit and left. Um, uh, late, uh, Lady Frost and Renee Michelle had a banger. Pat Buck and Bobby Wayward had a banger. Banger after banger after banger, as Shamer and uh, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus and Drew McIntyre would say. Uh, great time. Got to hang out. I got to meet uh, Will Hobbs and uh, Satnam Singh, my man. Your man. Best big man in the business. Really? Oh, yeah. It's a bold statement. It's high I'll, praise. I, I've said it before, and I stand by it. All right. Yeah. Very nice gentlemen, both of them. Powerhouse Hobbs and Satnam Singh. They were in. Uh, they were staying at the same hotel as me. All right. So uh, I saw them at the hotel bar. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to say hello. Short, sweet. Just say, hey, I appreciate you guys coming. It was awesome. I'm a big fan of both you guys. Both matches are great. Satnam squashed some uh, Jay Brones, and uh, and it was a good time. Jay Lethal and uh, CPA. That was a great match too, by the way. So good times. How was uh, Odds came to the bar afterwards too to the waiting room. So that was cool. How was how was uh, Lady Frost? Lady Frost is great. Yeah, she is. She's always impressive. You, yeah. I've never seen her like disap like watching a match of hers. I've never seen her disappoint or let down or can you like raise an eyebrow yeah. at her work that match got many of well-deserved this is awesome chance and i'm not i i don't i've seen renee michelle i believe it's if i'm not mistaken i believe she's the wife of drake maverick yes okay. you're correct uh i think and i i know i've seen her dabble she, i think she's actually been at wrestle pro before but i can't 100 confirm or deny that but she she looked great great uh great character great selling great everything she was that match was really really good um, but if I had to give a match of the night honors, I would probably say oh, that's that's close. That that might be it, but it's uh, probably uh, CPA Jay Lethal and a great showing out of CPA to hang with Jay Lethal. So nice, very Shout good. Glad you had a good time. The New Jersey wrestling scene popping between WrestlePro and. Uh, G J C W full houses at both shows. Yeah, man. Yeah, we have a new uh, J Cup champ, Jordan Oliver. Oh, also the new J J C W world champion, Jordan Oliver. That's right. Yeah, that's not too right. shabby. How was your fellas Super Bowl? I did not hit any of my numbers. Like, not right. even didn't even sniff them. Like, you couldn't even get more for. And I had seven three. I had seven three. Like you, you feel like you're gonna hit something. If, at least the reverse. Nothing. <laughs> Did you do anything for the bowl? I went to my brother's house for the first half, um, and then went to the hat for the second half. Where'd you go? So I didn't miss the second the half. Hat. Where were all right. the hat. Yeah. What about I you, handsome Kevin? Seven. Uh, just had uh, had my buddy Duke. You know, Duke. Yep. He was uh, he he was over, and uh, my buddy J Bo and we. We've been watching the Super Bowl together for ever, so we hung out. My wife made a fantastic spread. Uh, it was just it was fantastic. Uh, J Bo actually was a little under the weather, 
So I, I still wasn't, you know, 100% all there yet. So it was, uh, it was a little bit calmer than we expected it to be. Now, the morning, I thought it was going to be great. I got about a bunch of different types of beverages and all that kind of stuff. Got some uh, Duke of Sober. So got some, some, uh, some sodas and whatnot for Duke and, and thought it was going to be great. But yeah, the spread was, uh, the spread was fantastic. I just wish I could have, uh, part, part, I wish I would have partaken more, been able to partake a little bit more in the spread. It just wasn't, uh, it wasn't happening for me. So, but my wife did a fantastic job. Matthew, how was your Super Bowl weekend? It's great. It's great. Oh, wow. All right. I laid low, went over to my buddy Jamie's house. We picked up a couple Crave cases. Oh, baby. We, uh, we watched some football. It was nice. Oh, baby. Crave cake. How many is a couple? Is the couple literally two or is it like two. three? Yep. There's only four of us, so. All right. All right. A little jalapeno, a little jalapeno, Crave yes. case, man. Attaboy. Yes. Attaboy. One cheese, one jalapeno. <laughs> My man. I haven't had White Castle in so long. And there's literally one 30 seconds away from me. You're, if you're not eating that White Castle, you're doing something wrong. Onion oh. chips, man. Onion chips. You got to get some of those. Onion chips. Those aren't in Jersey. That might be a. That might be a. That might be a Minnesota. Really? Wow. All right. Well, if you get the opportunity, get get some onion chips, man. I like it. Well, we all watched the Super Bowl last night, so um, there was a Fox News commercial for Gut Gutfeld, featuring your NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Granted, you could barely see him or the title because he was dressed in I don't know what kind of fucking getup. Um. And he is still your reigning, defending NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Now, before I go on a bit of a tirade, a tyrus, um, I plop down the twenty-five American dollars for the Nuff said pay-per-view on Fight Shekels, if you will. Um, it was a, there was a lot. Fourteen matches is a lot. Now four on the pre-show, ten on the main show. Um, let's. I'm going to start with my. What I enjoyed. I thought oh. Camille and Angelina Love had a great fucking match. Agreed. Great match. Told a great story. They were hard hitting. The Camille is one of the few bright spots in the NWA to watch where she started to where she is now. I think she's at like 630 something days as the NWA women's champion. Really great to just watch her get better and better during every match and the the opponents they give her going all the way back to when they, they gave her legit Layla and now Angelina Love, like she's working with great women uh, and she's only getting better. Awesome match. Really like Chris Adonis and Trevor Murdoch. Trevor Murdoch is getting like, I don't, I don't want to say like he's putting on weight, but he's getting like, like Otis, muscle? like muscle fat. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's uh, like, he's like, uh, he's like Superman from the sixties. I like that. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Not yeah. entirely at not entirely in shape, not entirely out of shape. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. So I He's thought the- that match was was really good. They told a nice story. I wish we had a little more time with that match. Um oh boy. So those are the two matches I liked. Uh-oh. Um you didn't like a little you didn't like a little uh, Scion homicide uh no. little storytelling I there. Hate, I fucking hated it. Okay. I got look. I got news for you. People are gonna maybe not like this. Homicide just doesn't do it for me, man. All right. I, I don't. Mad at you. I don't need Austin Idol in the ring, fucking talking for five minutes before the fucking match starts. Nobody gives a shit, man. 
Nobody gives a shit. Homicide's getting beat up and he's talking shit into the microphone still. I don't know. This seemed like it missed a mark. Fucking the tag match was fine until the end when fucking Aaron Stevens decides he's going to use his loaded glove to cost his team the match, and his team didn't seem to have a fucking problem with it because they just beat down Love Rebellion. Beat down City, yep. Fucking EC3's wrestling Alex Riley. Alex Riley, I don't know what the fuck homeboy's doing. <laughs> Dude, I thought he died. Do you what see are you that? doing? First of all, all right, so I haven't – so I thought I watched NWA last week. Was he he was not on the show, right? This was like was this was like his first appearance or was it like a vignette type deal? No, so the last NWA show I watched was the stupid one with the championship gimmick. Right. Yeah, that it was, was all like the ten to ten people. Yeah, I didn't watch this week's NWA because I already knew I was watching Nuff Said. So I was right. like, there's only so much NWA I could watch. Dude, I loved Alex Riley may have been like one of my favorite wrestlers when he was hot. Like his music, his entrance music was first of all the, one of the greatest entrance musics of all time, and then to see him like walk out in a shirt, slacks, like New Balance sneakers, and like just looking like a shell of himself, it was like I don't know what he's been through. They mentioned something on commentary, like he's had a rough couple of years or something like that. I don't know what what that deal is is about, but. It was depressing to see him like that. And then he, that dive, that literally, oh, my God. I literally thought, first of all, all right, I could, oh, playing it back in my head, like, even if he cleared the ropes, there was no chance EC3 was catching him. Like, even if he cleared. And it was just so scary to watch. And you see Kevin Keenan freaking just rush out there to, to make sure he's okay. And it was just I assume this is going to lead to Kevin Kiley joining EC3's little group ski, right? Probably. Oh, fucking control your narrative. Yeah. I mean, Did, this was just, it was a hard to watch, man. Was, was, was Riley, right? Kiley, is that what it is? Kevin Kiley? Is that? Kiley Jr. Okay. Was he, was he, was, did that spot make the rest of what he did look bad or was he just that bad throughout I was so not invested the moment I saw him come out with that t-shirt and okay. elbow pads and uh dockers and and you know velcro shoes I am in the same camp as Kevin but it's because I don't like EC3 he's it's so wild if you were to go back and listen to our old episodes when he was like EC3 with Aunt Dixie and Impact like we could not have been higher on this guy. I think everybody was. And then he showed up in NXT where he thought this was going to be a really, like, this is it. Like, they're going to use him to his full potential. And he just got lost in the fucking shuffle. And now, like, this, like, fucking control your narrative shit. And, like, it's fucking, it sucks. It sucked so, impact when he did. What did him and Moose had that weird match? Yeah, him, Callahan, and Moose. And they were all in a triangle type. Ah, uh, and the fucking, they did, the, like, the, 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 the movie type gimmick. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like someone would like, he would always disappear and then like come back or some shit like uh, that. Like, sucked. He was at the fucking last ring of honor show with fucking Braun Strowman. It's fucking garbage. So as soon as he left WWE, cause like he, when he was brought up to the main roster, he was legit a scrub superstars, main event, like legit scrub. So when he did finally get let go in that mass release in, I think, 2019, I want to say, it was cool to see him, like, completely, like, 
change who he was in terms of like for character development. Like you got to try something, and then and then it then it just like kept going, and it's like, all right, how long is it, how long is this narrative? Because I got I got to eat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at some point, yeah, I gotta go get dinner. How long gotcha. is this, how long is this narrative? Gotcha. Yeah, uh, Tom Lattimore and that fodder guy. It wasn't necessarily a wrestling match. They did beat the shit out of each other with the kendo sticks. Why did fodder just let him hit him in the back? He's like was into yeah, it. Like that's like he, that's his thing. He is likes he trying pain? to be dreamer. I don't fucking know. He looks exactly like Vampiro, by the way. Have you seen Vampiro today? Uh, today? No, not today. But I've seen him. <laughs> You didn't have breakfast with him? Yeah, you didn't did share a jalapeno uh, slider with Vampiro today? Oh, I he, uh, he farts on live TV. You think I'm giving him a real jalapeno <laughs> cheeseburger? He looks just like a young... If, if Vampiro was young, he looks like... Fodder looks like Vampiro. Fodder. Actually, he looks like Alex Riley mixed with Vampiro. Okay. Um, the Renegade Twins won the NWA Women's Tag Titles. It's good, good, for good on them. Um, Kerry Morton beat Alex Taylor. All right, so Matt, who do you think is in better shape, Alex <laughs> Riley or Kerry Morton? This is a question for Tony. Um, <laughs> uh, do I have to pick Tyrus? The answer is Tyrus. The answer is <laughs> right. So, Kerry Morton's got that Ricky Morton body. That's genetics. Yeah, he's a Morton, all right. <laughs> So we get to the main event, right? <laughs> right. There's like there's a couple pre-show matches. There, I mean, you know, Misa, Misa Kate and then uh, Rosa Rosa Del Negro was ne- good. Negro. Yeah, that was a fun match. Dax Draper and Mims did that whole like, can they coexist thing? Uh, but they still won. But they're like frenemies. Um, oh, they debut Amy Rose with uh, with Genocide and Max the Impaler, only to have them lose. So I, I don't know. Well, I don't. Yeah, I didn't catch any of the pre-show, so I couldn't tell you. I don't know why he would do that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Odinson beat Joe Alonzo, right? I think I, I think that we covered pretty much all the matches, right? Do we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fine, Matt. <laughs> right, that's like the whole because I got to talk about this fucking main event, right? Oh, kill him! All right, so the whole night I got to listen to fucking Velvet Sky fucking talk all over Joe Galley and Tim Storm, which is a goddamn sin. So. I'm sorry to cut you off. I don't watch NWA with sound anymore if there's a match going on. Good for you. You're a fucking smart man, Kevin. I swear <laughs> to God. I was so mad. It made me rage. Now, Velvet Sky's leaving because Bully Ray's going to sit on commentary. Things I don't give a fuck about, Bully Ray is at the top of the list. He does nothing for me. It's so Zero. funny to say that. It's so because like he's like pushed like he's he's everywhere again. Like it, yeah. Bully Ray is like like what are like the, the the bugs that come up like every seventeen years and just mess with your Zicada? life? Zakeda, Zakeda, Bully Ray is like pro wrestling Zakeda. <laughs> just when you think he's like gone, he's doing a nice radio gig with Dave Lagreca and you know Mickey James and Thunder Rosa and Tommy Dreamer, and then all of a sudden every few years he just comes back up to ruin our lives, like. Aces and eights peaked Bully Ray. Tell boys peaked Bully Ray. Good. Done. I'm it. I don't need Bully Ray by himself anymore. Actually, that stuff with Josh Alexander wasn't terrible in Impact. No, but M- Impact does a good job of storytelling. Yeah. Right? That's what makes Impact a good show. They are very story. 
storyline driven, so it makes sense. Would you bring in Tommy Dreamer and the relationship? Whatever. Boom. All right. It's Tyrus against Matt Cardona. No one allowed at ringside. That's the stipulation we have here. Matt Cardona looks like a million bucks. I wish him nothing but success in the WWE when he goes back there. Because I instantly could tell this motherfucker's not winning because he's going back to the WWE. Hmm. This fucking slop donkey fucking chant. This fucking gross, gross fuck. I fucking, he sucks. He can't wrestle for shit. I don't understand it. If it's because he's on fucking Fox Nation five nights a week with the NWA championship, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand it. We have this fucking schmoz. There's a fucking ref bump. Here comes fucking Mike Knox. Uh, fucking Bully Ray has had enough of this. I'm sure some other fucking hand job got involved. Here comes Bully Ray to save the day. He fucking wobs Matt Cardona. Tyrus wins. He's still your champion. And Bully Ray's got to cut a promo. Brother, nobody from the back came out to you to help you. You don't have any friends. Whatever nonsense and then Tyrus says I don't care if you don't like me if you hate me the haters are gonna hate <laughs> anytime you wanna go and that's how the show ends fucking we're gonna get Tyrus and Bully Ray as a main event in 2023 I'm never watching the NWA again I mean what if they take the belt off Tyrus man never ever <laughs> if the fucking booking is terrible Billy Corgan doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Oh boy, that's a hot take. He has no fucking clue. Explain to me why Blood Force Trauma is okay with their manager getting them disqualified and costing them the tag team championships. Why are we bringing in Amy Rose as a big debut only to have her team lose? I, I, I don't disagree. Does anyone give a shit about Austin Idol? <laughs> Not even a little. Why is Velvet Sky on commentary? Well, yeah, the you're commentary, right. Commentary, you can't see her. You <laughs> can only hear her. I was going. That's where I was getting to. <laughs> I watched the show like a fucking jabroni. He's paid to watch it too. Oh, you know who was cool? Kevin's guy. Throw Billy Silas. That guy fucking rocks. Yeah, man. Make Damn him the champion. Dude, he's so good. My wife's going to be like, why are you yelling and screaming? <laughs> NWA gets you fired up. For what? Fucking Tyrus is the champion. It's the fucking dumbest shit. He can't wrestle for fuck all. No one gives a shit about him. So, Matt, you think Broski's going back to WWE? A hundred percent. He ain't doing the job for Tyrus unless yeah. he's getting that big check up north, dude. Yeah, and not to jump, <laughs> jump ahead. He just laid down for Joe Henry in the same week on Impact. So, That's it. He's getting it all out of his system. I, I'm sorry to bring this up because this is kind of a technical thing. Can you guys still hear that wind shit? Is that me still? Or are you guys okay? I hear nothing. Okay, perfect. All right, word up. Yeah, so uh, do you think he goes back as Zack Ryder or Matt Cardona? Uh, uh, whatever, whatever works. He's re he's completely reinvented himself, so I'd like to see him go back as Matt Cardona. But if he, you know, wants to come back as Zack Ryder, so be it. But I think the Matt Cardona character is like a thousand times better than fucking woo woo woo. You know it, right? Copy that. So NWA, Matt, do you have our? Do we know what our uh, our picks were for NWA? Unless you we want to do that till the end. 
No, we do. So in the NWA department, uh, Tony went eight and six. Kevin, you went a uh, seven and seven, batting five hundred. Ooh, all right. Not great. Brendan Haney also eight and six. I went a respectable nine and five. Ah, look at you. And handsome Kevin saved his weekend by going ten and four. <laughs> wow, ten and four. Look at you. Before we bring our Patreon winner in, I mean, Kevin, you watched the pay per view. Do you have any any thoughts you want to share? I I I agree with you on on most of it, pretty much all of it. Like I said, I'm a big Thrillbilly Silas guy, so I love that. And then seeing Kratos get like completely fucking gutted, and uh, I, I love that. Um, I didn't see much of the women's tag team match, even though I'm a big fan of the Renegade Twins and the stuff that they've done on uh, on Dynamite and and Rampage and this and that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't great. I don't have the same vitriol. I guess as you do, but I'm not saying that's, I'm not saying you're wrong by any stretch of the imagination. I guess I just feel like I allow myself to let stuff go more. Um, That's so wildly unbelievable, like not believable. Like my, I I guess I have a longer tolerance for suspension of disbelief. Um, So I, uh, I didn't hate it. Didn't love it. It was kind of like eh, in the middle. My wife just texted me. What the fuck? But final note, fucking Kevin Kiley Jr., man. Get, poof, take care of rough, yourself, brother. Rough stuff, man. Rough. It's... Can I, if if he, if that one spot is representative of how he was the entire match, that, to me at least, is another reflection of Corgan. Because you should know that he needs to be in ring shape, can put together a match. You can't just, you know what I mean? Like, if, if you don't have, yeah. if you're not aware of that, you can't send him out there for But that. I feel like that's not a core. I, I feel like some, that might be something that Corgan didn't even have any idea was going to happen. Like, that could have easily been Kylie and, and EC3 talking it over, or it could have been called in the ring. Like, an Alex because it, it was something that he did in WWE at the time. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. It, yeah. it could just have been, let's do this, let's try this, and it just didn't work. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, did it not work. Uh, I've uh, I've uh, I've added our, our dear good friend. Good evening, everyone. William Mercier Jr. Lives are gonna be in William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean. Welcome to the show, William Mercier Jr. How you doing? I had to I had to take a break. Put put, put all these lives down in a safe place. Uh, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the... yeah. <laughs> my my significant other is very impressed by my my Patreon plug every week. She's like, "Wow, these guys must really like you." I'm like, "Or they're just <laughs> drumming it up because I'm at the end of the list, right? You don't want to be like, ah, eh, and this guy, yeah. long ass name." No, your name is nowhere near as long as David Henry Bauer the third. But that name is sick. That's a dope name. Well, you're a dope fan and a dope supporter and an even better friend. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight. I'm very excited about you being here for uh, the Kevin thanks, Kelly. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. I almost wore a wizard shirt, but uh, the last time I guessed it on a podcast, I wore my neckbreaker shirt to neckbreaker, and they didn't last too much longer after that. So I'm like, <laughs> well, we'll play it safe, bro. Eleven years. If we if we ain't done yet, we ain't stopping. <laughs> yeah, if Tony hasn't gotten us booted, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Now, William Mercier, is this your first interaction with Handsome Kevin? And in, in, in a chatting way, yeah. I mean, we've there's been you know talk in Discord stuff like that, but this is the first 
with both Kevins. Oh. Yeah, just pretty much social media interactions is pretty much is pretty much it. Matt, huh? you're the only oh. shining wizard I've met in person. Um, I ruined it for everybody. I don't know what to tell you. I, I I would like to think that there's an alternate world where Tony goes around in the real world with the soundboard and is Tony like out like he's in the office right and somebody's like fucking around with the copier and he just starts like soundboarding the fuck out of him. <laughs> uh, actually, if you've never been in a in a public setting with Tony, he is a nuisance, a complete nuisance. Tony is a soundboard. Like Tony, like is his own soundboard. It's not a gimmick. He's a nuisance. <laughs> That's great. For who? I mean, you guys must like it at least a little bit. Uh, he doesn't get out often, it's, and it's I do like, encourage. I do encourage it, but you know, it's more like tolerate as opposed to like. Okay, I mean that's that's from my end anyway. I, mean, Matt, I get it. I probably like it. I, mean, I love it. I love I've, to encourage him. I've been with a girlfriend for a little over 11, 11 years now, so I mean I definitely get the being tolerated part. You know, I, I understand Tony. All right, being so tolerated. William, so William, here's what you do. Uh, next time you celebrate an anniversary, you take her to the Mall of America in in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay. And you show her the Galapagos turtles, the time of their lives. It is really quite fantastic. <laughs> I feel like he's like this and like he doesn't appreciate the turtles. No, I, don't I totally don't. Oh, I, big I, big my fan of turtles. thing about going to the zoo was the sea life, so I'm with you 100%. I got this nice water bottle here. It's a save the save everything in the ocean water bottle, man. Ooh. Yeah. Made out of what? 100% plastic? I don't know. It could be recycled turtles for all I know. It's an actual turtle shell that they use. It's good, baby. <laughs> All right, William. How's the uh, Ring of Honor podcast with you and uh, Milwaukee Tom? You know, it's I've grown to like it a lot. I don't go back and watch a lot of older stuff. Like I've, I don't know if it's just because that's when I I grew up in a time, you know, like you guys did, where if you miss something on TV, like you missed it, like you, there's no, oh, I'll catch the replay or I'll do whatever. Like it's very hard for me to motivate myself to go back and watch something that I like missed, even if I had the ability to like, if I don't catch it live, a lot of times I won't go back to watch it. So the fact that Tom's got me to sit down every week and watch one to five hours of 10 year old wrestling every week, some of it's really good and a lot of it's not, but (laughs) (laughs) what can you do? I'll tell you what you can do. You can hold the phone because we're going to bring in our guest. Absolutely. You got you ready for this, handsome Kevin? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mister Kevin Kelly, how are you tonight? I've done it. I've done it. I've circumvented all the obstacles of technology to be here with you live. You have no idea what I've gone through. So I have two monitors. This monitor is small and old, and this was the only one that was working. And my big monitor. Over here, which is the one that I see, uh, was not working. So we've got it all worked out, though. But, but I haven't moved my camera yet. So, well, we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. Voice of New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, but also a man who wears many hats. Promoter of, uh, are you? I guess we call you the promoter, right? Yes. American Excellence Wrestling, the AXW, a huge show this weekend at the historic Hamburg Field House. 
Uh, I know uh, we talked on the Bread Club with Kieran about it, but for the Shining Wizards fans out there, tell us a little bit about this promotion and the importance of the Hamburg Historic Fieldhouse. What we're talking about with the uh, Hamburg Fieldhouse is one of the most iconic, most recognized, most visited and visible uh, wrestling venues in history. And a lot of people don't even know that. Uh, and it's amazing to think if you grew up in the Northeast and you grew up watching WWWF, you were watching matches that were taped at the Hamburg Fieldhouse. And they taped wrestling there from like the 60s until the 80s. And they you saw thousands and thousands of matches from that venue um, over the years. Every big star, Bruno, Backlund, Hogan, superstar Billy Graham, Pedro Morales, the list goes on and on. Every great name in that company's history in that era was featured uh, out of the Hamburg Fieldhouse. So they've always had wrestling there. It hasn't done well. And I went to, I was hired as a, a coach to come in and and do some coaching back in April and said, oh my gosh, what a beautiful venue. I took pictures of it and I sent it to Rocky Romero and I said, one day we can do New Japan Strong here. And he was like, okay, give me the details. So I said, let me get it straightened out first. Let me get it, let me get it moving and then it'll be something. And then I went and talked to the partners and said, okay, I wanna help because um, I have a vision. It, it, it's just one of those things, man that I've wanted to do for years and years, and I finally found the right spot. And, you know, you guys have these conversations, I'm sure. Oh, man, if we just, if we had this, then we could do it our way. We could do our vision of what we want. Everybody has those conversations. And this is just the one time that this building and the opportunity to, to promote out of there fell into my lap. So uh, we took the existing promotion, revamped it, changed some things, and bring in some new talent, uh, put the emphasis on the local promotion, uh, local community. And we've learned a lot of things about Hamburg. We've learned that a lot of people didn't know that the Hamburg Fieldhouse was there still. And they didn't know, they didn't know that there was still wrestling out of there. So it's amazing uh, what you can do when you tell people. And we had about 700 in the building for our first show back in January. Uh, and we're probably going to have about the same, maybe a little more on Saturday night. Uh, and it's just, it's just good old fashioned wrestling boys on a Saturday night. That's really it. There's good guys. There's bad guys. Uh, the people will cheer and boo accordingly. And, uh, everybody has a good time. Tickets start as low as five bucks. Uh, you can bring your own beer. You can bring your own whiskey. I don't care what you bring, but it's BYOB. Um, so it, it's a good time. So how long have you considered yourself more of like a visionary as opposed to just, not just, but like a, a, a commentator, a play-by-play -play guy? Like when did you feel like you had this vision for doing bigger things in terms of the wrestling business? I've always wanted to do bigger. Okay, if I, I guess if it goes back that when I was wanting to be an announcer when I was growing up, the part that enamored me was the um, – the idea of seeing when they did the replays or the arena shots on TV, I would, I would always be like, wow, how did they get all those people in the building? That was the part that interested me. And whenever I went to older venues, uh, I drive my wife crazy because every time I go to a building, I'm like, Ooh, we could run a show here. Ooh, we could <laughs> run a show here. Like my dream is the new Holland arena 
which is at the Farm Show Complex in Harrisburg. Um, it's been around since, what, the 20s? And it probably seats like 6,000 people, and they have two or three events a year out of there. Uh, but why not? So it's kind of like the old buildings that WWF used to go to, and they don't go there anymore. A lot of them have aged out, but they're still like in existence like the hershey park arena is there but now they go to the giant center and and the only thing that they really do out of the the hershey park arena is ice skating so why not melt the ice or put boards over the ice boys and we can promote a wrestling show here why not so that's kind of where you know i would say like my whole life i've always had this idea of taking things bigger and making them better but at the same time what do you know you know when you're just a when you're just starting out in wrestling, it's been, you know, 30 years of kind of yeah. knowledge and successes and failures and seeing what works and seeing what doesn't work and, you know, trial and error. And let's now, now's the time. The time is right now. And I think I've kind of got my finger on the pulse of what's, of what's working now. That's, that's key. That changes. And you got to keep people around you who keep the eye on what's going on so that they know, Hey man, traditional wrestling works right now. Traditional wrestling may not work six months from now or a year from now. We may need to change. Uh, hopefully, we can get five years out of this, and then, you know, and then we'll be ready to go to what's next. But what my goal is with this building is to eventually turn it into a museum. Uh, we're working on, you know, we're just in the baby steps stage of getting the grants and the funding and all of that together, uh, creating a nonprofit. Uh, doing doing all the logistical front-end work so that we could get this, you know, historic venue, the recognition that it deserves, bring people in from all over the country and the world who want to visit a museum site that's listed in some kind of registry. And it's just it would just be like Arena Mexico. You know, they would just come to see the building on the Friday night. And, oh, by the way, there's a show here, too. So that's what we want to do. Uh, yeah, we uh, we're out here in in Jersey, and we got that that hideous Xanadu. I don't know why they never t- decided to, t- to. You know, Connecticut's right up the road. Why couldn't you make it like a physical WWE Hall of Fame, like where people can go and see? All, like it's right there. It's a no brainer. But I, I think that's awesome that you're you're helping the community and you're bringing back the wrestling and and you want to kind of make it a historic uh, event because of the history is so strong. You're also bringing in uh, world-renowned referee Earl Hebner for this event and a man who broke my heart Saturday, Mr. Hikuleo. Yes. A little upset, a little upset about that. I'm not going to lie. Well, I, I, none of us were happy about it. You know, it was a lose-lose situation. It was either going to be Switchblade Jay White, the current top guy, or Hikuleo, the future top guy. Uh, do I want to give up my, my all-pro wide receiver? Uh, or do I want to give up my number one draft pick who in a couple of years is going to, you know, hopefully top all the records that the all pro set. And Can we just give up uh, the house of torture. No, <laughs> well, no, because Jay wasn't mad at the house of torture. If you'd look at the record, you would think Jay, you should be mad at the house of torture because they suck. Yes. Um, but no, they're not in, uh, I think it speaks to the level of talent that Hikaleo has uh, that he was in that spot. If he was 
put it this way if you know if uh let me try to think of a name a hamburg tie-in let's say ken patera wanted to leave the wwwf you know he wouldn't wrestle uh jose estrada okay you know lose or leave the company match he would wrestle a you know chief j strongbow a top guy he would wrestle a uh pedro morales and the, the intercontinental title would be on the line i mean that that's what you that's what you'd have so hikaleo's in that conversation with jay white although hikaleo hasn't done what what jay white has done yet no not yet what a what a match beautiful story i hope this Good, is yeah. not oh what a story what a story. I hope this is not the end of Jay White in, in New Japan, but we're not here to talk about. Yeah, I don't, th- I don't think so. I, I think it's I think this is just what he's doing. Uh, he, you know, um, I don't what else what else is there for him to do? And, you know, except conquer America and where in that is written that he can't do that under the New Japan banner. I don't know. We seem to. We seem to have some operations that are based in the U.S. Oh, yeah. Very, and, look, I would love to see a, a face, Jay White, be the face of New Japan Pro Wrestling in America. It's It would work for me. It would work, again, put your business hat on and say to yourself, would this work? Well, yeah, of course. You know, if Tony Khan wanted to, you know, if, if he had the vision to, well, one thing that we need, of course, is like the one of the biggest stars in the business. Okay. John Cena, I need, uh, you know, I need six months from you. Here's $50 million. Come do it. Okay. <laughs> if, if he's got that kind of money, that's the kind of money that, that uh, John Cena might be worth. $20 million. Okay. Um, come on over and wrestle a couple of matches and do your thing. No, I'm not interested. Okay. Then you move on. Then you go to the next one. But... Um, you shoot your shot. So, uh, yeah, I'd be interested to see what happens with, with Jay White now. Uh, again, it was, you know, New Japan kind of came to me and said, uh, would you be interested in, in having Hikaleo on your event on the on the 18th? Because Jay White is going to be in California, and we don't have a spot on the card for Hikaleo, but you can have him if you'd like him. And I said, uh, I I don't have anybody in his league to wrestle, but I sure as heck could could use him being uh, being in the building and taking pictures with fans. Um, in fact, one of the things that we're doing is we're raising money for St. Jude's Children's Hospital uh, with ten dollar family portraits with Hikaleo at ringside. So, like, that's you know, with the ring behind you, it, this is what everybody likes. You know, they. Where were you? Oh, I was at wrestling. And, you know, you're kind of at like some darkened back area of the gym. No, it's going to be under the ring lights and right there at ringside. And and it's $10 and all the money goes to St. Jude's. So that's that's the kind of thing that we're doing when we bring stars in. Uh, Earl yeah. Hebner, for, fortunate for Earl, there are no title matches. So no uh, <laughs> nothing fugazi going on on Saturday, boys. Well, he's going to be the special enforcer for the main event. Yes. Well, he could he could throw that out, but I don't think he has an agenda in that one. It's going to be interesting. So, Matt Quay, who none of your listeners have heard of, unless you're really like into the local Philly scene, what's going on in PA. Uh, but trust me, he's going to be great against Derek Neal, who's got a little bit of a name in West, in the South. Uh, he's outstanding. 
and he came in to ruin Matt Quay's quest to win the the uh, the title on January the seventh. So now uh, they're going to be paired up one on one. That's the main event. Um, there's there's no. I, I, of course, Matt Quay wants to get even, but I think that this is just going to be like a, an ass whipping match. I think it's going to be a hell of a fight. Uh, I think it's good. I think that's what the people in Hamburg like. Um, it's a very blue collar town, and they like they like when uh, you know the intensity builds. They don't. They and I give all the credit in the world to the guys. The athletes are amazing, but they don't want to see sports entertainment. They don't want to see uh, a lower version, a smaller version of what they might see on a Monday night or a Wednesday night or any other week, any other night of the week. Let the let them do that. Here in Hamburg, we fight, and that's what we're going to see. So uh, it's going to be a hell of a fight in the main event. Um, semifinal champion uh, Ian Bush and his flunky, I mean, tag partner Tommy Vex, Mary, Mary Elizabeth in their corner. Uh, against Leo Sparrow, who saw the light against, thank God, because, boy, he was he's coming out in the bad, bad guy role. And I'm like, what? What are you doing? And luckily, Kekoa straightened him out. So he'll be, uh, he's a good guy now, as he yeah. should be. Uh, TJ Boss, who uh, I personally hand chose, uh, I said, please, uh, Kekoa, can, can you get your friend? Because I love TJ Boss. We met PWX. So he he negotiated that for me, and and we got Boss coming in. Uh, he's uh, two hundred what eighty pounds. He used to be three fifty, but he's slimmed down, and he's an ass kicker. Um, people are gonna dig him, um, and he and he and Sparrow team up. So that's gonna be fun. Um, we got uh, Notorious Mimi versus uh, Izzy McCoy women's match. Uh, we've got Sean Carr making his AXW debut. Who's a veteran. Uh, another, uh, again, we're going to, we're going to have veteran guys on these shows and it's going to be, it's going to be no nonsense, man. Uh, he's wrestling, uh, Cabana man, Dan, who else do we have? Oh yeah. The God, the golden era. Oh, the golden era. Yes, yes, yes. Goldie. And, uh, what are the other two? Brian. And uh, Brett. wet Brett. They, is that is that your uh, is that the AXW's version of the House of Torture? It, <laughs> yes, Goldie is evil, and wet Brett is Ujiro, and uh, yeah, and Brian is show. That's that. Um, they wrestled what? the tag team champions uh, Ed House and Laszlo Arpad and Andy Header in a six man. So it, it the full card, full of information, everything all over the Facebook page, uh, axwtix.com. Uh, front row sold out. Uh, there, and, and that's an expanded front row, and we raised ticket prices, so we're doing good. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's a second row left. There's some. Not much, but some. And then, of course, after that, then it becomes like general admission, floor seating, General admission bleacher tickets are, are still five bucks. They'll always we'll always have a five dollar ticket for for families, moms, dads, kids, uh, so they can come and, and see a night of wrestling for for less than twenty bucks. Get up, get a hot dog and a soda for for three bucks, and 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 have fun and just enjoy themselves. Uh, so yeah, and and we've had just a, a tremendous amount of sponsors, sponsorships, 
seems like Matt, everybody's coming on board. Yeah. Are you, you mentioned you mentioned the name uh, Leo Sparrow, who I who I do know up in uh, being from Jersey in the Northeast, uh, the Creative Pro Wrestle Pro uh, scene, ISPW. He's been around for a while, but I want to ask you now that you're in this position of, of uh, I guess head guy and head honcho, what do you specifically look for when you try to put together a match card of this uh, caliber, especially when you want to, you know, do something so special? I've always been a proponent of the Jerry Jarrett formula of personal issues, draw money. And I want, I'm not like a big, uh, you know, match of the night guy. I'm not looking for that. That's not the way we're going to grow our audience. Uh, we're going to grow our audience by uh, good guys and bad guys fighting and wrestling each other. The good guys being good, the bad guys cheating, um, breaking rules. Uh, and, that's how we're going to differentiate ourselves from everything else. So, so this way, when, when the person who goes to wrestling once a year or twice a year is at the office on Monday and she tells her, her office mates, oh, we went to wrestling on Saturday with that laugh. That will be it. Oh, we went to wrestling on Saturday. Oh, you did? What was it? WWF? No, 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 no. It was this local company at the, at the uh, Hamburg Fieldhouse. Really? I used to go there when I was a kid. Well, how was it? It was fun. Well, who was there? I don't know, but <laughs> it was fun. We had a really good time. The kids loved it. Oh my God, there was this one guy who did this thing. I don't even know what it is, but it was fun. Oh, we'd probably like to go. Thank you. That's how this is gonna build. They're not gonna know who's who and what's what. So I'm bringing in the best people that I can that I know can do the job that I want them to do, which is, just go out there and do your job. If you're the second match, have a second match match. And if you're in the main event, well, then you better be in the main event and you better wrestle like you're in the main event. Well, and, and we're gonna help you because we're gonna put you in an issue that you're gonna be able to go out and have a main event worthy match. Um, that's just it. It's not super indie, all-star, names on a card, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's not that. It's going to be just uh, people who are willing to fight, or they're going to have to crawl up from underneath. Uh, and we're in the we're in the beginning stages now, so you know the good guys are the good guys are looking good. It was a good night for the for the home team, except for the old Derek Neal there at the end. <laughs> uh, but it looked like Matt Quay was on his way to victory. So yeah, the good guys were looking good. We'll see if they continue on that path, or or if the other team could start to even the ledger eventually. You know, there's there's going to be we're going to have some new names coming in. There's going to be I'm hearing rumbles and whispers of of new baddies coming in all the time. So I just can't wait to see what happens. But it's going to man, people are going to be talking about it in the local community. And and if they don't know who the wrestlers are, that's OK. They'll learn over time. So you're you are promoting your booking you're, you know, relaunching a AXW. You said things are kind of falling into place. Seven hundred is is a huge draw for you know uh, for a first time indie show. I mean, very very well done. Uh, things kind of fell in place for you, you said. But what what was the obstacle, or is there an obstacle that you see as being a promoter versus a booker? Or, you know, to walk me through some of the the obstacles that you've had to overcome. And and I'm I'm not I'm just I'm just a promoter. Uh, other people are handling the the booking, but you know I have a I have a I have some input in that regard. But 
Okay. Um, just from a just from a vision standpoint, like does this does this person represent what we want them to represent? And that's that's really it. But you know, obstacles can be building size, uh, can be rent. You know, because you could have this beautiful, spectacular building like the Zembo Shrine, for example, in Harrisburg is a perfect venue, seats over two thousand, but it's really expensive, and the city takes like a five percent tax on top of the state tax. So that's not a good opportunity because that means you've got to sell a lot of tickets at a high price. And how many people are, are going to seriously do that on a consistent basis? So, and then, okay, well, where is the venue? Where is it in relation to the highway? Where is it in, in, in terms of being known? How affordable is it is the biggest thing? And how many people can it see? The Hamburg Fieldhouse is perfect because rent was affordable and everybody knows it. It's expandable. We can get over two thousand in there, almost two thousand. the the biggest The biggest audience that they've ever had for wrestling at the Hamburg Fieldhouse was like the debut, and I think it was in '63. They had eighteen hundred people, so that's our goal. Yeah. Um, you know, so but but really, when you're looking at it, how many can the building hold, and how much is it going to cost per ticket? Uh, and if you're getting over a dollar a ticket, you know, a dollar per person. Then that's an expensive building because uh, then you've got to look at all your other costs. And in Pennsylvania, you've got, you know, the commission takes their tax on tickets sold. You've got to pay a doctor. You've got ring rental. You've got, you know, all these ancillary costs that factor into uh, the business side of it. And you want to pay the you want to pay the boys. You got to pay them, um, you know, and you've got to be able to balance all of that out plus you've got to have a little bit because we there's things that we need there there are things that you know eventually we want to get our own ring and eventually we've got to get you know uh ring skirts and and turnbuckle covers and things you know the things that we want that we need um and and the company wasn't doing well so now we're restocking the savings account and then once we have a, a little nest egg to work from now okay now we can go out and we can get title belts and we can get uh you know we have everything ready to go we just you know we're just needing to bring in some capital so that's kind of where we're at and we're only running because of availability at the hamburg field house we're only running january we're running saturday february 18th and then we're not running again until april 29th and then we're not running again until june 24th we couldn't get march we couldn't get may now let's, and, and then we'll take July and August off because it's too damn hot and there's no AC. But then starting in September, September through next February, it's every month. Um, so seven shows in a row will help us to build, you know, a little bit of a financial foundation. And then we can start to we can start to do stuff. And <clears throat> Kevin, I know we're here to talk AXW. We're super excited for Saturday uh, at Hamburg, PA. But just to circle back to a question that I had about New Japan and their expansion to the to the United States in terms of New Japan Strong and all that stuff. How did you see that happening initially, and how do you think that it's going right now? Well, um, well, I, at first I thought it was it was great. Um, again, it's another you know anytime you expand and you're you're expanding into something brand new, it's culturally different in America than it is in Japan. Uh, the way 
the wrestling business's run is different in the United States, different in Japan. Uh, the way you promote, the way you market, different. Um, so it would be nice if 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 things were the same and it would just be turnkey for the Japanese company to go to America, the American company to go to Japan. But it's not the, it's not the case. They've learned. They made mistakes. Uh, they're growing. It's not perfect. I would have done strong a little differently. Uh, I would have kept. I would have kept it small and kept featuring. It. You're not going to grow a television show with bigger stars that aren't really that much bigger. Like we could have done more to feature the young lions and gotten more young lions in there, I think. But hindsight's twenty twenty. And I, I, I. But again, when it comes to these pay per view cards, they're outstanding. They're they're huge because. We're bringing in top stars from New Japan. We're bringing in top stars from America, from AEW, from Impact, whoever. And along with the guys that we've been seeing each and every week in New Japan Strong, Fred Ross or Tom Lawler, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So those shows have been, I think, uh, terrific. And they've been um, financially profitable. With your show Saturday night and the Battle in the Valley Saturday night, does that mean you will not be on commentary? No, I will not be on commentary. Uh, that's Ian Riccoboni. So, uh, yeah, scoop. A little scoop for you. <laughs> I like. Is he doing it with Chris, or are we are we uh, getting Gino no, Co- to the States? No, it's Kozlov. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's Kozlov. They haven't even told me. Keeping you in the dark. They said, "Are you are you coming to Battle in the Valley?" I said, "No, I've got my own show in Hamburg." Oh, okay, no problem. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got you know this baby is it's coming out, and I've got to be there for it. You know, we got to birth this baby, and it takes months. It's not it's not like you know this is long, slow, painful labor, and it's going to take a while. We just hope that it comes out with ten fingers and ten toes and can grow up big and strong and run on its own. But uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be in Hamburg Saturday night. Is there somebody, one of your homegrown talents in, in AXW that you're particularly excited to see blossom? I think Goldie in the golden era is, is uh, an extraordinary wrestler and has a bright, bright future in the industry. Uh, I think Matt Quay has a lot of the pieces that, take to be a star same with ian bush there's a lot that there's a lot to like and there's nothing that experience and time and the right opponents um what we're going to do it basically we could run every month and we could put ian bush versus matt quay on top and it would be the best match but how do either guy grow and get better well we've got to get them experienced dance partners we've got to we've got to bring in wrestlers from other parts of the country that we can afford that we know are good that can teach these guys what they need to know so that they can personally get to the next level and they continue to grow continue to grow and then all of a sudden maybe they intersect again and now it's a whole different match because they've had time apart they've had different opponents different experiences and we'll see what they have learned uh, I, I I trust that both guys can be great. I think, you know, I, I, I've been singing from the treetops for over a decade about how great Sean Carr is. Uh, he's had a lot of success and not a lot of notoriety, 
So hopefully we're going to get him some of that. Leo Sparrow has an incredibly bright future. Um, I think, you know, Mary Elizabeth, who, who's with Tommy Vex, there's something there's something special about her. And I don't know. I don't know enough about her yet to know her motivation. Like, why is she in this? What does she want? What does she want to do? Uh, I don't quite know that story yet. Um, but it's again, there's a lot of folks um, that nobody has seen before, but everybody has, you know, kind of the right idea. Laszlo, I've, I've thought tremendous. He's gone out and gotten himself. He's in fantastic shape. Ed House, a tough veteran local guy right there from Hamburg. Uh, perfect tag team champs. Biggest dudes on the show. Who's going to beat them? We'll find out. Um, and, you know, it, it's just a, a, a kind of a, a mixed bag of a little bit of everything. But everybody has something to offer. And uh, that's what makes it special. Plus, there'll be, there'll be new guys cycling in. We're never going to have the same card twice. Uh, doors are at six bell is at seven and we got a special tug of war challenge yes featuring athletes from the special olympics is it going to be special olympic athletes against special olympic athletes or is a bunch of poor uh poor locals going to get pulled across the gym floor by these athletes we're gonna see and now i i called (laughs) so okay so the special olympics uh this is the schuylkill county branch so just a little bit north of hamburg and right north of 61 head up towards pottsville that's the sweet spot there and they have just a tremendous athletic program uh they won the the championship in in football um one of the coaches one of the main coaches is the basketball coach at, at um penn state schuylkill um, so we'll see how many athletes are there on Saturday. We'll see how we can divide them up. There'll be some AXW stars who will be pulling the rope against the Special Olympians. We'll see how that goes. But, yeah, I'm, I'm half expecting, you know, the Golden Era to be dragged across the gym floor by their faces and humiliated by these, these Special Olympians. Uh, and then we'll celebrate. We'll have, a, we'll have a hot dog and a soda, and we'll have a good night. But, uh, yeah, there – Again, it's just one of those cool relationship things that blossomed out of us being involved with, you know, another group that, hey, you want to talk to the people from the Special Olympics? Oh, my gosh. Yes, of course. I love those. And and again, it was just such a spark. The first show, they brought their tunnel out and we did the intros for them. Um, and it was just a celebration of what they've done in winning their their football championship it was on a hail mary guys it was in the snow it was at villanova and you know so they the coach goes out timeout and he says um you know here's the play can you can you do this and and the quarterback was like i don't know but i'm gonna try and (laughs) he just rolled right heaved the ball down the field just like you would imagine cinderella story jumps up somebody catches it comes down touchdown they win they're doing snow angels in the end zone it was insanity. Uh, I wish I could have been there. But we're going to be a part of their events. Uh, we AXW are going to be a part of their athletic events, you know, in this in this new year. Uh, so they, they compete in a variety of sports. Uh, they have track and field day. They have uh, – we're going to do like a – we're going to get together. So we don't have an event in the month of March, and I'll have more of the, more of the details. We're going to uh, get a special bowling night together. Uh, with the wrestlers and the Special Olympians, and we're going to go bowling, and we're going to have a lot of fun. 
Um, but yeah, whatever it is, it, whatever they want to do, whatever it, whatever they're involved in, I said, well, how about we do a tug of war? Oh yeah, that would be awesome. Okay, cool. So yeah, we went to we went to Gene Snitsky's uh, Army Navy store. Uh, that's right there on 61, right there by Cabela's. And uh, he hooked us up with a tried and true tug of war rope. So we're gonna have a we're gonna have a good ass time on Saturday. Are you boys coming? Jersey's not that far. Let's go. <laughs> You're uh, strengthening my case to move to Pennsylvania. <laughs> please, right on set, right off of 78. You cannot miss it. It's it's a cute little town. It's a lot of fun. And I'll tell you what, you boys come. It'll it'll be. It'll be worth the drive, as Jerry Briscoe would say. I, I'm, I would, I would love to be there, but I'm in Minnesota. It's a little bit further. Of a drive all right, right, all right, all right. And I actually, I have, I have a show to be at that weekend as well. I, I do want to say, though, I do want to say, I love what you're doing, and you. and I think that the offering a five dollar ticket for families is is amazing. And I just, I, I hope that you blow this thing up, man. Everything about it sounds fantastic and my, my hats off to you it's it's wonderful thank you it'll be successful it'll 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 be what it is it's just what we thought so like for example i'll tell you a quick story uh the our town foundation uh which is uh kind of like the museum if you will of hamburg uh and and they do a lot of things with the local businesses etc promoting uh the goodness of the small businesses that are in Hamburg. Well, we're involved with them uh, because they promote the um, Hamburger Festival on Labor Day weekend. So we're going to be a part of that. And that, that's through them that we got to talking about uh, fundraising and nonprofit status and grant writing and all this and that so that we could bring in capital to improve the Hamburg Fieldhouse, which isn't falling down. It's, it's still a good building, but it just needs a little cosmetic you know, paint, polish, et cetera. Um, you know, I, I said, what kind of capital improvements do you want to do? I, Scott from the fire hall who, who manages the building. He said, uh, we've got to change these lights and make them more energy efficient. I said, okay, how much is that? Uh, I think he said it was three grand, 300. It wasn't very much. Okay. All right, good. We can help with that. I said, what about air conditioning? This building is hot as hell in the summer. He's like, you don't want to know. I said, no, I do want to know quarter of a million dollars. So no, you priced it out. Oh yeah. Okay, so two hundred fifty thousand dollars for air conditioning. Uh, that's obviously going to be in the form of a grant, um, or some you know nonprofit status. Somebody donating money to us because uh, they like us and they like wrestling or they like the building. I don't know. Um, I'll tell you, if Vince sells the company. I'm going to hit him up because <laughs> he would have like what umpteen billion dollars in his bank account. What do you do with that? Like, what do you, I don't, I, okay. I got a couple <laughs> of bucks, but not like that. Like, what do you do? Like, do you just put it in the bank? I'd be worried they, that somebody would steal it. What do you do? Do you keep it in cash in a box under your bed? I, I, I can't fathom that. What do you do with $14 billion, Vince? Yeah, you, you wouldn't even see like three quarters of the money on that sale. Like, you would never even know it existed. Like, well, you'd be I, like I'd want to see the dough, though, right? Wouldn't you? Of course. Yeah. I, I just want to bathe in it. Yeah. Just, okay, so it's it, it's in the bank vault, right? How 
how big is the vault? Where does it go? I, it's Scoo- Scooby Duck style. I want to know. Just dive right in. So that's <laughs> that's exactly what we need, Scrooge McDuck. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make that call if when the time is right. I'm sure he won't take it, but um, <laughs> but that would be that's the goal is is to uh, improve the facility, get you know some sort of uh, status as a registered building, uh, continue to present wrestling, be able to do it on a you know very affordable basis we've also done some research and there there is a ton of nonprofits in the hamburg area and they don't speak to one another and what we think we can do is we could be the one who brings all the nonprofits together so imagine if you will like on a friday morning we get the ring set up in the hamburg field house and we have a host of businesses a host of nonprofits come over for a lunch where, you know, we give them a couple of matches and we let them see what we do and then say, we could be the conduit for all of your activities. We can we could pair you up. We could bring the interoperability uh, of of your nonprofit, what you're trying to do fundraising wise, your awareness campaign. Let's bring it all together and let's sandwich it around some wrestling and local community and a fun night out. It's minor league baseball, but with, you know, uh, physical antics, that's what we can do and, and give them something to think about. Um, so that's that's one of the plans that I want to do is bring all these local people together, uh, give them a little feel for what we do, treat them to, a, you know, make a nice little lunch for them and say, now let's work together and let's let's raise some money and let's let's do this. Who do we want to help? What do we want to do? Do we want to build houses for the needy? Do we want to uh, renovate this soup kitchen? You know, do we want to uh, add money, add funding to a, a job program? There's a lot of people that have resettled in, in the central Pennsylvania area that came from other countries. They don't speak English or English isn't their first language. How can we help them? What can we do? These people know wrestling. They understand wrestling. And let us be part of that. and that's that's just where all of this can go wrestling can be what it is wrestling doesn't have to be you know the way it's been presented on television for the last 20 years i really and i want to thank uh take a moment to thank the wizards for having me on mr kelly pleasure to be able to sit on this web chat with you uh you met my accomplice uh he goes by milwaukee tom the last time you were in milwaukee and you signed an eight by milwaukee tom thank you for that no problem um so I just want to just on the note that we were just talking about. Um, it's kind of like going back to like wrestling is more than wrestling. Like wrestling can right. just be wrestling on paper, but wrestling, seeing it live. And like for me, it's weird to watch wrestling alone because for me growing up, wrestling was like a communal thing. It was sitting down with my dad and my brother. And then it was like when AEW first started, it was, oh, I'm going to my buddy's place every Wednesday night. We're going to watch Dynamite. We're going to watch every episode. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's that community thing, and I love seeing that kind of community outreach. And I, I wish my local promotions up here were kind of working on more stuff like that, because um, I want to obviously see them do well. Because there's one like one just started like from like apparently years not running, and they're doing a ton of shows in like the Mass New Hampshire area. So that's great. They've got like a big schedule, like so. There's plenty of opportunities to hit it. They're all ages shows. They're doing great stuff like that. Um, 
I kind of want to ask you about your touching upon like talent you see a future in. Um, is that is there a degree of excitement for you? Um, like Tom and I talk about like we're watching 2013 Ring of Honor right now. That's what we're up to. We started episode one of TV that we're going through. So we're seeing like super young Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly. We're seeing Cedric Alexander and like Cheeseburger. We just saw the episode with Cheeseburger getting in the ring with Charlie Haas uh, a couple weeks ago. I got really excited because I found out, unfortunately, after the fact, my friend was at SmackDown this past Friday, and we saw uh, a young lady who wrestles under the name Becca appear, but she had a match with Lacey Evans on SmackDown on TV, and that was super exciting. To, like, I, I see them. Like, I see them at, like, the Elks Lodge, like, wrestling with, like, JT Dunn and people yep. like that. So that's so cool. So is. I thought it was all going to tie in that she had a match with Lacey. That would have been something. You know, if we could have brought all the Ring of Honor element together, get Jimmy Jacobs out there, and, and uh, that would have been something. Yes. So is there a degree of excitement for you on your end to be working with um, more, more, I'd say, like working with those lesser known talents? Oh, yeah, that's that's As opposed to fun. working with, um, like, not – not to downplay like the dojo students, but if you're getting the new Japan dojo, like it's already kind of accepted that you're at a certain level, right? Like that's not just anybody gets in and gets featured on new Japan strong and stuff like that. Just to kind of have right. these like brand new, like these people want to learn, they want to get maybe to that new Japan strong level. Like, is there something satisfactory for you to be a part of their career at that level and to watch them go from, um, Harrisburg, and then seeing where they go from there. Oh, sure. You know, whenever I, whenever I talk about like Adam Cole or uh, any of the people that I've worked with over the years, you know, it's always I always kind of think like, oh, well, they're you know one of my guys, and I at least worked with them a little bit enough to be able to say I imparted some wisdom to them, and I hope that it carried through and i'm happy for all their success yeah it's a whenever you're if you're a content creator and if you are not excited about taking somebody who also is a content creator and unleashing what they have within them being able to see their creative vision um and and then turn it out you're you're missing the point part of you know we're we're not only looking to do this for um for the local, you know, charity aspect, but we're also looking, you know, to help grow and improve the Pennsylvania wrestling scene as a whole. To me, it was systemically broken. And it's been for the, that's another reason why I wanted to do this, you know, getting back Kev to your question earlier on, why, what would be the thing to do? Well, because all the wrestling and a lot of the wrestling in Pennsylvania sucks and it was horrible and nobody went to the shows and it was the same crappy guys. And most of them don't deserve to be in the ring. Um, and and so we have to change the culture of Pennsylvania wrestling. And and if you're if if you're looking at somebody who's good, somebody who's talented, and you're not wanting to bring them in for whatever, because you want to make sure that you or your friends continue to have your spots on these shows that nobody attends, it's just they launder money back and forth. It's the same forty dollars, right? <laughs> I'm on your show. You give me forty dollars. Then uh, you're on my show, and I give you forty dollars. It's just the same forty passing back. 
Yeah. <laughs> it, it, so all of that needs to change. Right. And we're in the process of changing it. But you have to be excited for uh, taking somebody new and different and, and at least opening their eyes to a different way of thinking about wrestling. They may have been treated or uh, trained like if they come from uh, Creative Pro, if they come from WrestlePro, they're trained a certain way. And a lot of his emphasis on television, there's nothing wrong with that. But you know what? Way before there was television and TV matches were nothing more than just squashes. Um, there was wrestling and there was wrestling on a weekly basis in a lot of these towns. And how did they get the people to come back on a weekly basis? Well, because they did and said things that were controversial on the television show, yes. But when they got into the arenas, they got heat, you know, and they sold. And if if you want to understand what the roots of the wrestling business are, then come aboard because we've got the people in place who can teach you that stuff and give you a better appreciation for that. You know, if we, if we get if we get people hot at the right times, if we get them pissed at the right times at the wrestler, then we've done our job. And it, I'll let Matt wrap it up real quick. Um, but it's so funny you mentioned like the law. It's the same money going back and forth, like mm-hmm. in the bar business and in the in the stand up comedy business. It's like I'm paying for your gas one night. You're paying for my gas the other night. And in the bar business, we have something called the floating twenty, where if you go <laughs> if you go see a bartender at their shift, you give them a twenty. They'll come see you on your shift, and they give you that same twenty back. It's the floating twenty. So it's so 20. funny that you mentioned that. I just wanted to throw that out there. So that's that's hysterical. And and there's nothing wrong with right. supporting each other. That's not what I'm saying, but it's it's to the detriment of the promotion, to the detriment of because none of the people that are getting this forty dollars are worth it. And they don't do anything to promote, but they, they all have their spots kind of you know solidified because their friend is in charge there or they're in charge here. And, you know, others, oh, well, we'll get to you. We'll, we'll find a spot for you at some point. And everybody gets blown off. And it's like, why? We're going to sweep all that away, man. Love we got we to gotta end that. It's, it's, it's culturally uh, disfiguring to the state. We have a state of 12 million people. And you can't go anywhere. You, you can go. You can't drive 40 miles without running into a show. But they're all garbage. So we're changing that. And we're going to so run them out of business. You want to get on board and, and you want to watch uh, watch Kevin and company change the culture. You want to be a part part of that. This is AXW on the Twitter machine this Saturday. Stork Hamburg Fieldhouse. $5 tickets to get in. It's a great time. Hikuleo's there. Uh, if you hate Jay White, you can give him a high five and say thanks for ridden, ridden him. Get, you know, it breaks my heart again. But, you know, Earl Hebner's there. He's not going to screw anyone out of a championship, so that's good. You get some pictures. You get some autographs. It all goes to, to a great cause. There's a historic tie-in too. Hikuleo's there, and his uncle probably wrestled at the at the historic fieldhouse back in the day. Oh, you mean his? Well, his father. Father. His father, Haku. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. In fact, uh, Hikuleo was at the last uh, Legends convention with his father, uh, so he's coming back because uh, he had such a great time there. Uh, but yeah, it's a full card of action and seven matches. I got news for you. It's going to start exactly at 7 o'clock. There's going to exactly be a 15-minute intermission, and you'll probably be done by 9.15, 9.30 at the latest. Um, and I would get their early doors open at 6. 
Last time we had a line that wrapped around the building. So if you don't want to be, you know, if you, if, if you don't want to be standing in a long line waiting to get in the building, get there early, get there about 4.30, uh, do a little tailgate, get nice. some, uh, get a premier parking spot and come out and have a good time. Um, I'm trying to think. All right. So you see the, yeah, uh, we're also collecting emails. We want that. Uh, go to the landing page and subscribe to our email list. Um, if anybody wants to go, and I'll do this for five people, if they want to attend, um, I'll give them a pair of uh, free GA tickets. Just um, how do we want to do this, Matt? Just have them tweet me, at, at uh, but copy you guys. Do you want to do this? What do you want to do? Yeah, we could do the if you if you are interested in heading out to Hamburg, Pennsylvania, Saturday night to catch uh, AXW, uh, tweet at Wizards Podcast and make sure you tag uh, AXW. The first five people that do that, we'll put you in contact with somebody at AXW. And we'll get you a free pair of GA tickets. Yeah, man. Oh, look at that. See, we're hooking folks up, but don't bother us if you can't come. And no, it's not televised. No, we don't stream it. Um, because that's a huge cost and nobody watches it anyway. The, the way you experience this wrestling is to come out to the arena and see it and smell the food cooking and feel the excitement and sit in the uncomfortable seat, um, <laughs> and stretch your legs and bring your own beer and, you know, have a fight or two. Why not? Bring your- I like it. Also, before we let you go, Kevin, I just have to thank you. You shouted us out yes. at Wrestle Kingdom. I almost screamed at the top of my lungs. I like 4.30 in the morning in my living room. My mother-in-law sleeping down the hall. My wife's upstairs. I was losing my mind forever grateful, sir. Sure. Well, I again, we, you know, I, I've always looked at, at wrestling and those of us, that, you know, especially in the New Japan sphere of things, it's kind of a bubble. And we're always trying to expand that. And if, if somebody's talking about what we're doing with New Japan, they have an audience and Oh, there's more people like me? I didn't realize that. Oh, I thought we were just all together here in the Shining Wizards podcast. But there's others. And that's how the community grows. So, again, New Japan and uh, TV Asahi, they've always been great. They've allowed me, you know, kind of free reign to push and promote whoever I want. So that's what I've continued to do. And I think that, you know, again, what you guys have done in, in spreading the gospel and talking about, you know, everything that is. And, and not towing a company line you know what i mean like you say something's good it's good you say something sucks it sucks Uh, that's why it's like i don't care you can say whatever you want to say it's your opinion um and sometimes i'll probably agree with you (laughs) but but yeah man well deserved and and hats off and more of it i i love it more more uh, the more the better so appreciate it. And I'm learning more about new Matt's the expert. I'm learning more and more about new Japan every single day. And, and thanks for, to people like you that allow me to do so. Uh, we thank you for your time, Matt. Want to close things up with Kevin Kelly. Thank you again, Kevin. Thank you. Kevin. I heard you got roped into Kieran's birthday messages. Oh God. <laughs> what a mess. And then it was everybody. It was like, Oh, I thought I felt could you do this? Could you do this? Of course. I felt very special. And then I was just like one of a thousand. Oh, God. It's hysterical. We talked about it. Oh, my God. Thank and God it's Kieran, only once a year. That Kieran Fathead's coming to Japan. Don't worry. I'm, I'm working. We need, it has to happen. We need, we're need. we going to probably get it in Hamburg first. 
<laughs> hey, you got to start somewhere, right? Well, that's how I think it becomes a viral thing is we'll do it in Hamburg and then we'll we'll put it out on our social media and Kieran's here, you know, the Kieran sighting and and then hopefully it'll it'll take off. <laughs> well, Kevin, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's always a great time when we get together and get to talk to you. Follow Kevin Kelly on his Twitter at uh, Real Kevin Kelly, Instagram at Real Kevin Kelly, uh, and of course uh, this is AXW on Twitter, American Wrestling backslash AXW dot land or excuse me, slat. What is this hyphen slat? Jesus Christmas! Don't worry um, about that. What are you trying to do? AXW hyphen landing hyphen page. Ah, don't worry about that. Just yeah, don't worry you, about that. Just put it in. Put in the URL. You're good. Just click and you know, listen. If it works, great. I gotta come up with one of those. Uh, I gotta come up with a better thing. Uh, a, one of those uh, URLs. I gotta come up with a better one for that. Yeah, I don't know it, how you do that. It's 2023. If people can't figure it out, it's on them, not you. Just so, uh, come on. So anyway, uh, at, oh god, I would love to have you back. I would, I would, I want to talk to you about like commentary for like an hour. I, I'm so like, we didn't even scratch the surface on talking about commentary. We'll do. We could do a, you know, a sidebar show. No problem. There I'd be go. happy. Awesome. To, I'd be happy to come back on anytime. Oh, we will set that up, Kevin. Enjoy the rest of your Monday night. We'll. Uh, good luck Saturday. I might try Thank and you. take off. I might try and take off work. Um, and take the trip out there. You're my guest. <sighs> no way. Come on, I'm paying. No way. All right, if you want to pay, pay. But absolutely, <laughs> but I'll make sure I, I introduce myself and say hello. Well, of course, I would hope so. Anybody who wants to come out, tickets are available at the door. And five, I'm telling you, five people. I'll give away a pair of tickets. Message me. Let me know. Yeah, we're gonna make that happen, Kevin. Enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you for right. your time. We'll talk again soon, friend. See you, boys. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Kevin. Kevin. Wow, what a guy. Oh, big man! Look out, people! Big man! That there's there's the head that they got to bring to the to the show at Hamburg. You <laughs> <laughs> just saw it. Uh, no, Eric Frieds, I did not ask the poop in the pants question. Well, all right. So you don't have to if he's not a worker. That's a great point. That's a great point, William Mercier. Thank you for joining in and getting your thanks, questions. Thanks for having me. You enjoyed yourself. This was a pleasure. Um, I think um, I, I really like when you said, let me know what you want to do. I, the, I immediately thought I want to know who is on available for interviews. Cause I think interviewing people, even if I got my one long worded question, but like, even if you can get like one question, like you don't, that one question might be like the question. Um, I think being, having the chance to interview anybody, is is a is a fantastic opportunity that you guys are offering for people like me to to sit in and how many chances am i going to get to say hey what's up kevin kelly you've met my friend milwaukee tom how you doing i absolutely no listen tom puts me over way more than i deserve like i am man if Tom could does all please, the work. Could you please teach him how to put an H in thanks. <laughs> I, listen, he, he spells it out phonetically. It's always it's talking a boat. It's it's tanks. Tanks. He does. He used to do the the J A J A all the time. The yeah 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 yeah. But Tom Tom is great. I mean Tom is the reason that I met you in person. I mean Tom messaged me and said, "Hey, we're all going to this GCW show." 
if I buy you a ticket, will you come out? It's like, Tom, if you want me to go that bad, and I'd never met Tom before. He's like, you can stay in my hotel. Like, we can do whatever. Like, I got, like, I'll cover you meals. Like, if you need, like, help that way. It's like, Tom, if you want me to go that bad, I'll get you the money and I'll go. Wait, Milwaukee Tom's got that kind of Skrilla? He never offered me any of this shit. He, I think he's secretly loaded. It's like, you know, what would you do with all that Vince McMahon money? I mean, you just got to keep spending it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mr. Mercier. Thank you for your continued support. You've like your OG wizard supporter from like day one. So it is so appreciated. And we hope you enjoyed your, uh, your special Patreon uh, exclusive. The, this was an excellent treat. I can't wait to see what you guys do with Kratzo next month. Uh, pff, yeah, me either, man. <laughs> Last time he came on, I think he may have accidentally dropped an N-bomb because of how thick his accent was. He tried to say Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but because of how thick his accent is, it came out a little more I than A. You know what I'm saying? That's right. It was probably on the soundboard at the time too. So <laughs> you go, you go that far back. Yes, <laughs> yes, sir. People do change though. Or the, the sound, weird. the soundboard has cleaned up a lot. <laughs> you know, you gotta over time, my friend. Over time, Mr. Mercer, enjoy the rest of your Monday night. Uh, well, thank, we'll thank you all for having me. Oh, any time. Later, homie. See ya. Mr. William Mercier Jr. So, look, Kevin Kelly just did. I didn't know we were getting. He was, she shanghaied me with the free tickets. So, look, <laughs> I love it. If you want to go, right, if you're in the Hamburg area, you feel like taking a trip Saturday, you're going to tweet us at Wizards Podcast and then just throw in a hashtag or tag. Uh, this is AXW. And tell us you want free tickets. He's got five pairs of general admission tickets he's going to give away. Uh, as long as you're going to go. If you want in, fucking tweet it at us, man. We'll get you We'll get you some free wrestling. Support the, the cause. Great cause to support, man. Yo, he yeah. pulled no punches, too, about indie wrestling in Pennsylvania, by the ah, way. He's the best. Yeah. He's the absolute best. We got uh, more wrestling to talk about. We're going to talk a little bit of New Japan. We're going to talk some WWE. We're going to talk some AEW, Impact, whatever you guys want to talk about. Uh, But first, we're going to take an 18-hour commercial break. Yes. (laughs) And Tony made a new banner. What is it? It doesn't fit the screen. Yeah. I noticed that when I signed in, it was on. I was like, how do I? (laughs) Oh, I just made a big... Oops. You know what? <laughs> Don't fucking get <laughs> that works a little bit. That works a little bit. Uh, what's what's that thing in the center? Like what's that big circle? What big circle? In the center of the logo. You don't see that? The leg? No. Like, oh, it's a leg. All right. <laughs> Matt, what do we what do we always say? Oh, I'll answer it myself. Back after this. We'd like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in every Monday night to listen to The Shining Wizards. If you'd like to continue to support us outside of listening, we've got a few ways for you to do that. If you shop at Amazon, go over to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com, do your shopping as usual, and when you make your purchase, a little bit of that purchase price will go back to support the show. If you like to wear t-shirts, Merch.ShiningWizards.com will take you to our Pro Wrestling Tee store, where we've got over a dozen great designs from over 11 years of professional wrestling podcasting. 
You can become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast, where each and every week we call out your name as one of our show producers. And the more you support us, the more things that you're entitled to receive. And believe me, they are fantastic. If you can't support us monetarily, if you don't shop at Amazon, that's absolutely fine. Continue to listen to us wherever you listen to us on the World Wide Web. And make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe. Do all that good stuff. It doesn't cost you anything. Helps us out, and we can continue to bring you the love fest that is the Shining Wizards. What's up, folks? It's your boy, the Impact Player, Mr. Philly Ray, inviting all of you to check out the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Join us as we cover all things current in the world of pro wrestling, as well as paying homage to the old school, the squared circle. So listen in and find out why we are the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. Find us on all social media platforms and anywhere you get your podcast from. And as always, we are the proudest members of the Shining Wizards Network and Rant Entertainment Media. Are you tired of being lied to every day by the mainstream media? Do you want to know what's really going on in the world? Do you want to make up your own mind about things and not be told what to think or say? Then listen to Inconclusive Breakdown, a weekly anti-PC look at the world of entertainment and current events brought to you without censorship or filters. You can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts, and on shiningwizardsnetwork.com. And also, we're a proud member of the Shining Wizards Network. Got 30 minutes to kill? Come check out 30 Screams or Less, where we review a horror movie in 30 minutes or less. We cover new movies and old ones, too. We'll give our honest thoughts on the movie, good or shit, as well as a rating of each one that we watch. New episodes weekly available on the Shining Wizards Network and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Steve. And I'm Corey. Come check us out at 30 Screams or Less. G'day guys, my name is Thomas, one half of the Broadcast Podcast. With our podcast, we go back and watch wrestling events from WWE, WWF, WCW, ECW, AEW, and many other wrestling promotions. You can check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast. That's T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T. And you can also download all episodes on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Castro, and many other podcast apps. you like your music heavy, then check out Radioactive Metal on the Shining Wizards Network. For over 16 years now, Radioactive Metal has been one of the longest-running podcasts. Over the years, we've interviewed some legendary metal acts, had some awesome discussions, and cranked a hell of a lot of tunes. So join your cool Uncle Snowy and his co-host Aaron... For the audio mosh pit that is radioactive metal here on the Shining Wizards Network. Well, the action is underway. What's up, everyone? When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure to check out Wrestling Night in Canada. If we're not recording another kick-ass podcast, or playing in punk bands, or recording kick-ass heavy metal albums, then we're sitting back, we're grabbing a couple brews, and going over everything to do in the world of pro wrestling. Because we're from Winnipeg, you idiots. The Mark Order Podcast is the only show you need if you're looking for dedicated coverage 
of Everything AEW on the Shining Wizards Network. Join us live on YouTube every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Dynamite to chat along with the show. If you can't join us live, listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all social channels at MarkOrderPod and use the hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. I'm Kevin Rowe. I'm Al Day. And we're a couple of down-under pounders that co-host Rogue Day Dots, an action figure collecting podcast where we talk about, well, just about anything that tickles our fancy at any given moment. We're grumpy old men, and sometimes people get on our nerves, and when you get on our nerves, guess what? You get off the lawn. Get off my lawn, asshole! We also go on a little bit of a mission. We go back and we're grading every wrestling figure line that's out there. I'm talking LJMs. I'm talking Jacks. I'm talking Hasbro's. Who doesn't like a little Hulk of Plex? It's a Gorilla Brain Wrestling Podcast production found on the Shining Wizards Network. I'm Duke Bags. Kevin Rowe. And together we are the co-hosts of your Duke Rowe. If you want to hear about some terrible wrestling shows, we got you covered. Well, we talk about good ones, too. We're currently talking about the death of WCW. I know what we're fucking talking about. Sometimes we get uh, guest spots, like from the Taskmaster. I like to uh, I like to listen to the Year of Duke and Rope podcast. They're uh, funny guys. That, uh, I like when they I like when they talk about the, the, the Nards plows. I like Nards plows. That's, uh, that's a good move. And uh, I like the Dungeon of Doom. You know, sometimes, sometimes I, I call my butt the Dungeon of Doom. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Oklahoma. Let me tell you a little bit about my favorite wrestling podcast. All right. It's a podcast for two men. Two men. Duke Banks, Kevin Brody. They talk about professional wrestling. It's a man's sport. All right. And who better to talk about a man's sport than Duke Banks? Oklahoma. Once in a while, Vince Russo's time spot. Oh, you piece of shit! If you're not listening to the Year of Duke and Rome podcast in the back with the boys, you piece of shit, I don't know what you're doing. It's, uh, you gotta slide one in there. If you're a man, if you're a man, you're talking about something only a man can do. You're talking about sliding one in there. Bro, take the time to slide one in there. Alright, bro, you piece of shit. Slide one in there. A Gorilla Brain Wrestling podcast production that you can find on the Shining Wizards Network. We're, <laughs> we're back. Sorry, I'm yelling at, I'm yelling at Tony. Well, happy Valentine's Day. Thanks for sitting through uh, six hours of commercials. (laughs) That's longer than most relationships last. Yeah, really. I said, Tony, you couldn't break up the fucking commercials. You know, you didn't have to put all the same people back to back. And belly to belly. 
Let's take a second. I'm going to blow through this Patreon, so we don't need any gimmicks or any bullshit here. If you want to support the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast, you can over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. For as little as $1 a month, you, yes, you can support the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. $3 a month allows you our bonus content, and we are pumping out content here in February, March, all sorts of goofy, fun shit there. $5 a month, you get everything below. At the $3 tier and the $1 tier, plus we'll plug your social media website, whatever you want, as long as it's a reasonable thing. I'm not, you know, you know, it's not like I'm not plugging like a Jesus website. I watched enough of that shit during the Super Bowl last night. Uh, $10 a month, you get to enter into the Patreon uh, exclusive be a part of the show gimmick, which William Mercier won for the month of February. And that's why he got to sit in with Kevin Kelly. You can be there too if it's ten dollars a month but you know whatever whatever you can afford if it's a dollar if it's no dollars if you just retweet us it's all the same to us but if you have an extra shekel support us on patreon let's thank those that support us kathy hummer queen of the shining wizards manny Kratzo, king of the shining wizards danny russinello at not danny russ on the twitter machine anthony russinello sean toe sean Calejo, kate the great hensler at miss kate fabe on the twitter machine she's doing sour graps tuesday mark order wednesday uh, Fightful on Fridays. Christine Friesendorf, Macarifo, no relationship to the KJG. Find him on the Twitter machine at Hudat Matt. Mark Poloni. Happy birthday, Mark. Thank you. Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock. Ja, 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 ja. At High Five Tom. He's doing the Marking Out ROH Revelry podcast. And I'm supposed to record a podcast with him next week. Attaboy. Kieran, my bestie over there from Britain. British, Britain, England, whatever. He's fucking from across the pond. He's awesome. Bon Beasley, Eric Freeds. He's in the chat right now, chatting it up. SJ McDonald, Michael Hammond, Matthew Birch, Braden Bergen, Adam Fuego 30 on uh, the Twitter machine. He's our number one fan from Iowa. Brendan Haney. He is the, 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 the research guy. He keeps track of the Patreon pay-per-view picks, which I hate every single one of you. Um, Ryan Schlong. At Mark Order Pod, Asian Joe, Mike Peterson at LOL Mike Peterson, uh, David Henry Bauer the third, Roll, Kevin Rogue. He's sitting in there. He's doing the ones. He's doing the twos. He's doing the Euro Pod. Just in case you didn't hear that five minute commercial, he's doing TOTS Pod. In case you didn't hear that three minute commercial, and uh, he's gonna be at a show this week. He had to fucking put himself over to Kevin Kelly uh, <laughs> at JJ Rogue Means on the Twitter machine. <laughs> oh god damn it what would this be what like if i actually dick. was serious um not you matt Kevin and then Rose. last but certainly not least he was just here he's on the twitter machine at w mercier jr the one the only mr william mercier jr in case you haven't heard lives are gonna be in william mercier's hands you know what i mean kevin i know what you mean Oh, baby. Matt, I got to say, Kevin Kelly, top five. Top five, indeed. What a guy. Hell of a guy. Handsome. Handsome Kevin, how you doing over there? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Did you figure out the problem? No. Do you hear it. Do you hear anything right now? No. Yeah, I'm when when uh, when when Big Willie stepped in, it said it sounded like. It picked up. I, I don't. I really don't think it is my mic. Blame somebody else. What the fuck? I'm not. I'm not ruling out that it's me. It's just my headphone connection. But I don't. I don't think it is. Uh, 
What's going on here? I'm just being a ball busting motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't you, Kevin, because it was going on during the Kevin Kelly thing, and I muted your mic, and it kept going. But then I muted uh, the ones and the twos, and it stopped. And do you hear oh, it boy. now? No, so you no. fixed it. And I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't change shit. Judge, 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 judge. Oh, good. Being very <laughs> proactive. Now, look, I may have thrown a little barb in there about the Patreon picks, okay? Yes, a little bit. You did. It's, I'm very, I'm, I'm up, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Love the Patreons. You're great. Thank you for supporting me. So glad I don't have to chase people down and keep track of this bullshit. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah. If you're part of the Patreon picks, make sure that the Patreon messages are not showing up in your mailbox. I owe one person an apology, and that's Mike Peterson, because for some strange reason, the the Patreon didn't send him the message, but it sent messages to everybody else. And you don't email other people. You email the Wizards your picks. Wizards Podcasts. Wizards Podcast, one cast, at gmail.com. That's right. <laughs> I was like very ornery Friday night. Brendan Haney was texting me, and I was like, "Fuck this! Fuck these people! These pigs!" Like I'm not mad at you. I'm just this is fucking annoying already. I'm not mad at you. I'm just mad at the situation. Fuck the world. (laughs) But uh, so we did the NWA. Enough said. And then we picked uh, New Beginning in Osaka, Japan, for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Sure did. Kevin, Kevin Grifo kicking himself. Forgot to pick one match. Kevin could have ran the table. He could have been, as they say, perfecto. Yeah. But he forgot a match, and I'm pretty sure he would have gotten that match right. Uh, no, I would not. Because when I watched the match, there's no chance I would have picked that makeshift team of Minoru Suzuki, Ren Yurita, whatever his name is. And, uh, Ren And uh, whoever the other guy was. El Desperado. Oh, it's El Desperado. Yeah, yeah. And they jump. They jump my boy. They jump my the, the boy at, on the on the ramp. What is that nonsense? That's the House of Torture. They're fucking trash goblins. So is House of Torture still part of Bullet Club? Yeah. Okay, but they're their own. They're like they're like the wing of the house. Like they're like their own wing. Yes. It's like when Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky moved into the attic. It was like their own place, but they're still part of the family. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Love so uh, we picked this pay-per-view. Um, Tony won a respectable six and two. Kevin, seven and one. So uh, myself, Brendan Haney, six and two each. Handsome Kevin, four and four. So yeah. Handsome Kevin was really going into enough sense Saturday night. I was kind of feeling bad for Handsome Kevin. Coming off of uh, coming off of Vengeance Day. Not my best work. Not your best work, and then, but man, he turned it around with the NWA. So here we are right now. Oh boy. Tony, Kevin, and Brendan, all at twenty-three and oh, and me, all at twenty-three and ten. Wow. Handsome Kevin turned it around twenty and thirteen, only three games back. It's a big swing. No pun intended. Shoo, you ain't joking. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm gonna let that run just in case somebody. Yeah, because I need to read that a little bit. Okay. So you got your twenty three and ten, your seven and one New Japan, seven seven NWA. God, that NWA killed me. I see. I, I NWA is rough, man. 
I can't pick against Broski. Can't. You know, I, I picked with my heart. First time out didn't work for me, Kevin. You, you can't. You, you got you to remove the heart. So other Kevin. So like, uh, just other like I can't pick against Casey Cannonzaro, I can't pick against Broski anymore. I just oh, can't. he went to the same college as you. That's right, Broski. Yeah, from gotcha. the school of hard knocks. That doesn't sound right to me. No, it does. But we talked about it a little bit with Kevin Kelly. Hikuleo, he beat Jay White, so Jay White has to leave Japan. I took Jay White. Um, a part was because I picked with my heart. But the other, the other part was it seemed too obvious. So New Japan is weird like that, right, Matt? Like no one expected. Like when Carl Anderson like resigned with WWE, no one expected him to like win the like win that belt or have that belt. And it, they allowed him to keep it and then go work New Japan. Yeah, yeah. So New Japan's not a, a surefire thing. Like we talked about Cardona. Like we th- we all think that he's going back to WWE. So the move is put everybody else over. New Japan's shifty, man. They don't necessarily do that all the time. From from what I gather, and if I'm off base, let me know. Um, they they could pull the wool over our eyes, and so they kept saying that it's the loser leaves Japan. Which Correct. is why I kind of wanted to bring it up with Kevin Kelly, and you, I think, did get get to it with about him being the face of New Japan here, because yes. I believe in Battle of the Valley he still has to fight if he's healthy, Eddie Kingston. Correct. So, like, maybe so Jay White is stateside working that show, and maybe he's not done with New Japan. And Kevin Kelly alluded to it, and I thought about it too that maybe maybe this isn't the end for Jay White, but it. It certainly seemed like it uh, watching that show. I'll tell you what. Um, I know there's a lot of haters out there that don't like Jay White. One who's not here. Uh, you can risk control, you fucking lurch. Um, but you got to give credit to where credit is due. And Jay White, and I might sound biased on this because I'm a huge Jay White mark. The match with him and Hikuleo told such a yeah. wonderful story. Yep. From the beginning to the end and everything afterwards, it just, I'm a New Japan nerd, right? So, like, fuck you, Tony, you piece of shit. Why are you watching this if you're home? Did you, if you already laid the pipe and you got a couple minutes, you better come in here and say it to my face, bro. Don't, don't encourage him. He's, he will. No, he, don't be FJ White, FJW, you're dumb fucking, you know, fuck shit piss fucking Muppets up there. <laughs> I know what you're doing. God. Get me all fired up. So anyway, <laughs> after Wrestle Kingdom, Jay White lost to Okada. He had nothing but great things to say about Okada afterwards. After he lost to Hikuleo, he fist bumped Tanahashi. Very out of character. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I that, that just triggered a memory. I'm like, what? What? He can't be leaving if, if that that's that that's like a. I don't know what that was. So there's a lot there, man. He's got a lot of history in Osaka. Like, if anybody, so if he is, you know, and look, this could play out for a year. This could lead to nothing. But, you know, if anyone is going to go to bat for Jay White, you don't have two better people that embody New Japan Pro Wrestling than Okada and Tanahashi. Now, maybe this is a story that will play out over a year where he's in the States being the face of New Japan. He's not heel Jay White anymore because he's done everything heel Jay White has has done to needed to accomplish. He's won every single title. He was the leader of Bullet Club. Now, so this had this had no implication. I'm sorry, Kevin. This had no implications on his status in Bullet Club. It's just that he's out of 
Like, so if he did want to come back or he wanted to be, it's like, say, like, all right, so I know, like, an impact, like, Kenta is coming to no surrender to team with our Bullet Club here, Bay and uh, Ace Austin, right? Yes. Yeah. So now, does can Jay White at some point still be Bullet Club in, like, this had no implications on his status at Bullet Club. It's just he's out of Japan. That's right. He's out of Japan. So now the Bullet Club faction in Japan does not have a leader. You know who I think it's going to be? And they alluded to it on the show. If it's not Phantasmo or if it's not like some sort of like Tamatanga swerve deal, like Tamatanga is a freaking star, bro. Like yes. an absolute legit main event, absolute star. So if they, I would love to see them do some sort of weird like switchy do gimmick. I don't know enough about the stories to to know if that's even possible. Have Tamatanga go back into the Bullet Club, and that let him run the show, maybe or Phantasma. Well, I like the fit. So the they released the brackets for the New Japan Cup today, which starts in March, and the the way it is set up, there is the potential for ELP to run to run his side of the bracket, but to do that, he has to beat every other member of the Bullet Club. Oh, so I, uh, so I think if we're on the same page, he runs the table, and now that he is, you can't deny now he him. is now he is the new leader of the Bullet Club. And then you could even bring him over here and have him feud with Jay over who the real leader of the Bullet Club is. Yeah. And I like that because you know what, like El Fantasmo is never like he's getting himself in like really good shape too. Like he looks a lot better than like the last time I saw like a match of his. He's bulking up. up. Uh, not Trevor Murdoch style, but like bulking up, looking good. And uh, so if he gets that 100% look down and and then he could still do like the headbanger. Well, he's like, like his thing is like the headbanger, right? Or headbanger, thrasher. Yeah. And, uh, and so if he, he could still do his like X-Pac like stuff and he looked like a star. I'm telling you right now, like I don't watch New Japan as religiously as you do, but he looked like a star coming out with that light up gear and like the spikes on it and the hat and the glasses. And he just looked really good in the match. So, uh, if it's not Tamatanga and some switchy do, give Phantasmo the uh, the reins and let him let him roll in reins. Now I was I was going to ask you, Max. I, I watched Wrestle Kingdom, and it was the yep. first you know it was the first New Japan event. I think I watched in full. Is this? I know that Wrestle Kingdom's like their you know their version of WrestleMania. Yep. Is does this is this something that I would also be intrigued by watching? You know what I mean? Does it does it fall in the same plane? I know that it's not the same spectacle, but right. it, does it fall in the same kind of plane as far as intrigue as far as the product goes? Yes, yes, I think there there's so the 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 way they they the way they. Do their, they don't so it's not like they have weekly TV. I'm sure they have some form of TV. I just don't know how it works over there. I know they're on TV Ashai. I'm sure I butchered that too. But so like there was a there's they do shows called Road Two Road Two New Beginning that took place about a week before, and they're typically your big matchups, but a lot of six and eight man tag matches, and there are a couple of um like main feuds that they let play out there. Um, so like Catch Two Two wrestled Doki and Kanemura, and me and Kieran raved about this match. And this was from a week ago. We didn't pick this match. Our, easily could have been the best junior 
tag team match in the history of junior tag team matches in Japan. It was a fucking great story. Uh, you saw Osprey Tai Chi in a singles match. So they kind of don't they 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 don't put it all on one big show. They kind of sprinkle it around so you can get you know people can get to these uh, smaller shows, but you can still pack it with stuff that people want to see. Gotcha. But, excuse me. I do think there's stuff. Hikuleo J. White is definitely worth watching. Kenta uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi was great. They have amazing chemistry, even though that fucking punk Tanahashi lost his fucking front teeth to a goddamn protein bar. He's old and his teeth are falling out. Um, and Shingo Okada was fucking unbelievable. Okay. Look, Tomatonga ELP was okay. It went long. It went so long they could have cut like fucking ten minutes out of it, and it would have been just fine. Okay. I'll check. I'll check it out. You, you look anytime you need to log in, you have it. Please, yeah. by all means, check it out. There's some good stuff on there. There's a lot of goofy like they tell their story through the four man and the eight man tags, you know, and the six man tags. They kind of set things up like. Uh, like uh, Hiromu was in Lij was in the eight man tag match against Tiger Mask, Taguchi, Honma, and um, and uh, Umino, and uh, Hiromu won. And then after he won, the video played where Leo Rush challenged Hiromu for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. Great video package, by the way. Um, great stuff. Good stuff yeah. right there. So that's taking place. I think they announced it from March twenty first. It'll be the main event of a New Japan Cup show. Uh. And it was, it, I love that video too. Leo Rush came across as like, like so big time, like avenging, uh, was it show or yo is his partner? Yo is his partner. Yo is his partner. So, like, saying, like, I'm gonna do what yo, like, he kind of shits on yo a little bit by saying, I'm gonna do what, what yo couldn't do. And well, in the, in the road to new beginnings, yo lost to Hiromu. Yeah. So, I, I love that video. And then, it was the first time I've, and I've known Leo Rush for a long time. Like not personally, but like I've known who he was. But like uh, that promo, like made like that was like to me like that was Leo Rush's like coming out party. Like to me, as long as he's been in the business, like to me, that was like whoa, like whoa, yo and show. Like, yeah. So we got a huge. We got another show we're picking this weekend. But we oh. got two again. We got Elimination Chamber and Battle in the Valley. Back battle. to back New Japan paper. Oh, this is New yeah. Japan strong. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah. Well, this is their new model now. This is the way they're going with the New Japan strong. So Matt, they mentioned um, what was the match where they mentioned? I'm sure Fred Rosser is watching this match. Uh, uh, Kenta Tanahashi. Oh, oh, I love that match. I love those two guys. That's like star power right there. Like I love that. Anyway. Yeah. So that. So. So, so, go ahead. so Fred is defending his op- uh, the strong weight championship against Kenta Saturday night in Battle in the Valley. Oh baby, the, I'm fucking, the card is jacked to the gills. Sold out on the premise of uh, Kyrie and Mercedes Monet. Mercedes. Yo, <laughs> dude, that's only us- a twenty dollars show. I saw the. I, I, I think I saw the flyer. That's only twenty bucks. Yeah, and fight. I'm I'm ordering it. So, and at ten o'clock Saturday night, it's the West Coast time. Oh. Uh, so the, it was sold sold out on the back of Kyrie. Mercedes Monet, and then just recently after this new beginning show, they they it's going to be Okada and Tanahashi. God, I hope I hope battle in the valley. Oh, Kyrie drops about seventeen elbows on her. No. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, no Monet. And the last thing I got to say about New Japan, I know this isn't really your wheelhouse. You want to check out the Bread Club. New episode dropping this week. We interviewed one half of the West Coast Wrecking Crew, former guest of the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast, Royce Isaacs. Check out the Bread Club. But then we get the continuation of the Okada uh, Kiyomiya story. Kiyomiya beat Jack Morris. He is celebrating in the ring. Here comes Okada in street clothes right under the bottom rope. Spins that motherfucker around and hits him with a rainmaker. He says, if you want a match with me, you say, I'd like to wrestle you, Mr. Okada, please and thank you. He says, the only reason I'm doing doing this is uh, not for me. It's to piss off the fans that I hate the most, and that's the pro wrestling Noah fans. Okada is a prick. It's fantastic. Wait, did this ha- this happen at the end of the pay per view? This happened on the, the Noah show. I'm oh sorry. god, okay. I was like, what the fuck? Why did I turn it off so early? Yeah, no, was- you didn't miss anything. Kevin. Okay, okay. Wow, bonkers. Yeah, bonkers indeed. What do we want to cover, fellas? You guys tell me. I've been doing a lot of talking tonight, so I know New Japan isn't really in your wheelhouse, but I gotta, I gotta. I can't talk about it enough. No, I mean I watched it, so I'll I'll, I'll talk about it. Why not? So, um, I know I watched some Impact. I mentioned earlier. Uh, oh, my BFF, right here, number one contender for the Impact World Heavyweight Championship. Well, he's one of four potential number one contenders <laughs> that will battle in a fatal four-way uh, for the shot at the Impact World Championship. But as far as I'm concerned, there is only one number one contender, my dear, good, close personal friend, Brian, the most professional wrestler, Myers. So uh, let's see, impact drill, I'll do uh, three points. James Vandenberg showed back up, trying to show, uh, I think he knows Rosemary's father or something like that. I kind of, it was it was very creepy after uh, the match. Oh, dude, that girl from Australia, I'm sorry, I, I, forgot to print out the notes i have it on my killer kelly no uh uh della oh what the fuck's her name they promoted vignettes of her in the woods um del del lantern del uh she was an nxt uk person i think fuck fuck anyway she debuts and loses to jordan grace after promoting oh, the lander yes yeah, the lander yes so um I, that was confusing to me so that was bizarre, but Jordan Grace is jacked and she's more manly than a lot of people. Uh, so she uh, beat Steph DeLander. Uh, Broski loses to Joe Hendry. And like we said, we all think that he's going back to WWE. So uh, Impact was fun. Good show. Josh Alexander, Rich Swan, and uh, Kenny King get into it. Lots of good stuff, man. Impact is firing on all cylinders. And uh, Johnny Springer is hysterical. And so is Zicky Dice. So boom. <laughs> They are – so they clearly have a working relationship with New Japan, right, because we're bringing in Kenta. Josh Alexander is on the battle. Kushida. Kushida. Um, oh, is Kushida still in New Japan? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Um, so there's good stuff there. Uh, the Hex will be on Impact this week, the former NWA World Women's Tag Team Champions. Oh, so that's what Vandenberg meant by saying, I'm going to put a Hex on you. Yes. That's what he meant. Okay, because I thought it was like, oh, come on. This is Van Housen shit right here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Copy that. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Uh, Speedball Mike Bailey, Jonathan Gresham set for Impact No Surrender pre-show. Impact is also doing the multiverse matches with New Japan during Yeah, baby. Weekend. 
So that's pretty fucking cool. It's uh, Osprey, Mike Bailey, uh, Kushida. I believe it's a six man, right? Isn't it Kushida and uh, or is it Kushida? No, who? Fuck. It's uh, I know Gresham's on it against somebody, right? Is it? I don't know. Oh, that's no event. I'm thinking. I, I'm confused. I got my wires crossed. I, I wasn't able to print out the notes, so I don't. It's uh, it's Osprey. Osprey Bailey, Moose, Jeff Cobb, and oh wow, I didn't know that either. And where's this fucking thing? Is it in the New Japan? So, like, no surrender. I don't even know if it's in the fucking New Japan notes. I should look there first before I'm I go through the internet. No surrender, because no surrender. I think it's Gresham and Bailey. Yes, in the pre-show. Yes. Wow, that's a, pre- that's a pre-show match. That's pretty fucking crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see where it is here. Professionals here, people. You love it. You love it. You want more of it. There it I, is. I totally forgot to print out the notes. I'm so sorry. Kushida and... Oh, fucking Kushida Josh Alexander. Oh, God. How do you feel like Kushida's been booked in the States, by the way? I'd be lying if I told you I've been watching a lot of Impact. I wish I... I made time for impact yeah uh because i i've praised impact at nausea like their storytelling is off the chain yeah so they i guess I'll, I'll i guess i'll give my opinion then real quick before we you know, yeah please carton of the horse it's always weird like i understand like that the, you know forbidden door talent exchange always seems to work but i feel like it always benefits somebody more than the other I just don't feel like Kushida is presented, and he wasn't presented this way in WWE either, to be honest with you. Maybe in NXT he was, but it just doesn't like he doesn't seem special anymore, which is weird because I always thought Kushida was a very special guy. When he's associated with Alex Shelley and even Chris Sabin, that's when I feel like he's the most special for some reason. I don't know if that makes any sense, but when he's like he lost, uh, like he just oh, it seems like he's losing all the time, which I guess you have to do at some point like Cardona's losing like I guess you have to lose but for me like Kushida is like an attraction especially when he's been away from the American audience for so long and now like he's kind of back and he just it just doesn't seem like he's like I don't take him seriously if that's weird to say no I think his bread is buttered in New Japan now obviously he got what he got foot and mouth disease right when he was over so he was supposed to be all signs pointed to he was supposed to be so Master Wado was in the four way at Wrestle Kingdom. That was Kushida's spot. Right. But he got foot and mouth disease, so he was on the shelf and they brought him back as part of the junior tag league with Kevin Knight. I guess he he is living in LA, being part of the LA dojo. So yeah. so until this New Japan strong vehicle starts gets the restart, which happens this weekend, you know, why not use him in impact, maybe put a couple guys over? I, I mean, I get it. Like, I'm not like an idiot. Like, I understand. Like, and I'm not saying that you said that, but I'm saying like, I get why, why it's done. But it's just like, oh, you got. And the Kushida Kevin Knight team ruled, by the way. And they're awesome. Uh, and Impact, but their match that they had there, so it was it was dope. But it's just like I just can't help feeling that it's just like he comes across as less than, even when he was in like, yeah. You, you, he's losing, you know. Look, Kate said his match with Darby was my favorite of that mini reign that we just got. Oh, you know, I didn't even think about that. But Great you're match. you're so you're so every time you see him though he's on his back, right? Yeah. He's losing, so that takes a bit of the luster away. Yeah. 
And I wonder yeah, if this whole forbidden door like hurts it. He's got to get some uh, some W's under his belt. That's right. Wins and losses matter, people. I guess they really do. Not even, you say no? not even a little bit. No, I, he's right. I'm just fucking around. Yeah, it's not about going over. It's about getting over. That's a whole. That's a whole other conversation for another day. All right. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, I'm more with you than I'm not with you. Yeah, yeah. But. I think I think that there's something to be said on on both sides of that coin, but at the same time, like to actually track wins and losses is a little absurd. Dude, that do you remember when they did that? Like they had like mm-hmm. <laughs> that was like a big deal, Matt. Like we yeah. were like 10, 10 and all undefeated in tag team competition. Now no one gives up. The freaking guns just freaking beat the acclaim. Oh yeah, <laughs> freak. And I don't hate the guns. I think they're. I think the one guy is good. Oh, the you other guy, the one that looks like uh, with the, the ponytail, Colton. He's Colton. Austin's good. Well, they're I, your new AEW tag team champions. Yeah, yes, Kevin. Both. Answer, Kevin. I was just, I'm, I was so disappointed that uh, Billy didn't, Billy didn't turn. I was, I was waiting for it. I wanted it. I, like, I, I needed it. And then when it didn't happen, it was a little less satisfying when the acclaim lost for me, at least. They'll get the belt if they're healthy. They'll get the belts back at Revolution. A revelation, Revolution, Revolution, Revolution. How far away away from uh, Revolution? March. Late March, less than a month. Golly, let them run with it for a little bit. No way. No, it's stupid. Why is it stupid? <laughs> it stinks. Can't argue your logic. Yeah, that's, that's all I got, Matt. <laughs> they're a heel tag team. You're not supposed to like them. I know, well, then mission accomplished. I listen. I don't. I they've come a long way. Obviously, it's just like, like you didn't have to do it. Like, like, like you don't put like, like the where's I don't know where the revival is. I don't know where like Penta and Phoenix are. Like, like why? Like, like does that no? Like that's like, uh, it's, it's like to me like they get. Like for lack of a better phrase, X Pocky. Like no one really hates him. They just or don't want them on anywhere. I want them on every week. But there's a there's there's a story there. Yes, of course. The guns and the and the Billy and the the dippity doodah and all that stuff and the acclaimed and everyone loves the acclaimed. I just don't. Oh, yeah. Well, the guns were there with with Bones when he was in his wheelchair and they were helping him around and they were. Forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole story there. Like, look, you know, you you say it all the time, Kev. They're they're making weekly TV. They have to tell these stories. Championship titles are just props. And they got a shitload of props. Oh, do they ever? <laughs> but if the story, look, is is the story the best story they've told? No, but it's a story. It makes sense. It tra- It checks. It's not no it's not even though it's not even like a bad story. It's just like I just didn't want the title change for some reason. I don't know why. I just didn't want it. I I didn't want it to happen with so much like shit surrounding it. You know what I mean? Like there there was a lot to get to the finish, which was a little bit annoying to me. They could have done just a little bit of dirty. I would have liked it a lot more. Altogether though, I'm I'm A okay with, with the guns. A okay. So much more juice left in the acclaimed. And like I said, if if my prediction's right, they'll get the belts back the next time they fight. But 
Isn't so it? much left in the in in as everyone says, like you know, baby faces chase, right? But yeah. I just want them to be the belts and not let people chase them because Max can slam them down on the mic, like and Bowens can slam them in the ring. It's just like I feel like this is like a one baby face team that deserves to be chased as opposed to chasing. Yeah, I mean they're they're definitely a hot act, like for sure, but. Now you can, uh, you know, you let the guns run for a little bit. Let the acclaim chase them for a little bit. I think, I think I, when you said like there's more, to, like, let them squeeze the shit out of it then. Ring it dry. Let them let them battle back and forth for a while. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to stop watching. So it's like they got, they got, they got me. Like I'm hooked. Like I'm not, I'm going to watch every week regardless. I just, it's just the, uh, the opinion ski. There's like, there's also that underlying story with the guns and FTR. Oh God! Yeah, right? right. The guns beat FTR, and they haven't been on TV since they lost. And they've been mocking them with their photos after they won. Yeah. And maybe you'll get your ass turn at Revolution. Is this going to be, boy? Is it, so? Are the Ask guns me. are the guns an easy transitions to get the belt on FTR? Probably, and then you bring back, and then you run it back with FTR and the acclaimed. Could be. But do you even? But then, at that point, do you take the belt? Then are then, then doesn't that just make FTR transitional champions too? Well, why don't we have to take the titles off? You're right. right. We don't have to. Why can't You're we right. have some good wrestling matches? I just, <laughs> Thank you. No, nah, you're right. No, nah, you're 100 right. I right. Want- if it makes if it makes sense, there's a story there, and if it can be told properly and executed. Uh, a la the Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns. Now Cody's involved. Like that Cody Paul Heyman promo last week was fucking awesome. Perfect. The one thing about that promo. Oh boy. No, 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 no. Stay with me. I'm not. I'm not shitting on it. I'm not shitting on it whatsoever. The one thing, like when I hear him mention, like you know, they were fucking flat broke and all that. I like in my mind, I was going, but you're you're, you're the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. You don't have a little bit stashed away. Like none? Well, that's just... fucking Ric Flair. Ric Flair was broke. Well, yeah, but I think there's a difference in how Dusty and Ric live. Was there? Maybe Dusty's stories aren't as popular, but there's Rick has told you've heard Flair told the story like Dusty dropped me off and they were shooting basketballs in their driveway all drunk, yelling and screaming at me as I was going inside. Yeah, well, I mean, I just it just shocks me. It just when I hear that story, I'm like, damn, come on, Dusty. I mean, get an accountant. Work something out here. You can't. I mean, he rebounded nicely. I'm sure he ended up making a lot of coin eventually. But wasn't he part? I feel like he was part. He had a stake in JCP. What's JCP? At some point. Is that an energy company? No, Jim Crockett promotion. Uh, (laughs) Is that an energy drink? Uh, it sounded like it sounded like PSE and G to me. So like, it like <laughs> but I mean the promo itself. Like I say, I I didn't dislike the promo, but whenever I hear like, because he's told he's told that story now a couple times. Every time I hear it, I'm like, Dusty, come on! Like, you could you couldn't hire you don't have an accountant. There's not somebody managing your your yeah, money. But there, but there's nobody from that era that like saved their money. Yeah, so it's a gener- generational thing. But that, not a lot of people from this era that saved their money. <laughs> that I, that's what it, like 
I don't know, Dusty got a big check and maybe he brought like a giant Cadillac and he fucking drove it into the ground while they're driving town to town drinking fucking beers. Like that's right. You saw those fur coats he was wearing. He was the southern he was the blue collar nature boy. Like, people forget that. Like he was fancy, man. <laughs> fancy man. <laughs> he was a fancy man. He was a dandy. Like that was what those guys lived a fucking hard life, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. All those guys. I don't think there's anyone from that era that has like a fucking pot to piss in outside that piece of shit Abdul the Butcher. I think Bob Backlund's doing great. Bob Backlund might be an outlier. Well, we don't know that. Bob Backlund could be living a very middle class life right now. He's doing great. All right, I'll take your word for it because you're in Minnesota. He lives in Connecticut. But so, he's uh, from Minnesota. Yeah. So I'm going to pose this question to you guys. As we're recording, as this show is live, Raw is happening. Oh, boy. Apparently, there was an unbelievable segment with Sami Zayn and Cody Rhodes. Oh. I will watch that as soon as we get done here. And now people say thoughts on a potential Sami Zayn, Cody Rhodes, WrestleMania main event. <laughs> yes. Remember what I said? You can put them over. You can do it. No. Yes. Terrible idea. <laughs> Oh, you can just, you can lick my hairy ass. <laughs> Listen, we can compare them afterwards. <laughs> I like that you said afterwards. <laughs> Somebody is getting a treat tonight. <laughs> All right, let's strike that. That never happened. That's not live while we're recording. It's on the record. <laughs> That's what we call a Freudian slip. Uh, I didn't know they were in Brooklyn today. <laughs> no, do you want Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn main event mania? Sure. No chance. No way. Don't do it. it Roman's your guy. You got to keep Roman there. But Roman's been the guy. Why not? We're too close, man. We're too close. Too close to what? Can't call an audible now. Sure, you're right now. If you now, if you want to tell me you want to do Sami Zayn Roman, I could be on board with that more than I could be with Sami Zayn Cody. They're doing Sami Zayn Roman this weekend. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. The stupid Montreal Elimination Chamber. Thanks. This is the guy with the fucking Canadian flag behind him. The stupid Montreal. This is now. This is the Maple Leaf. Canada's Quebec's got that weird flag. I thought that was the like national flag of Canada. All right, so it is. Montreal considers itself like not real Canada. Like they're Quebec. Like, they're, like they're only like province in uh, Quebec is the only province that speaks French as their language. No one else in Canada does. Okay, but that doesn't that doesn't mean they're still not Canadian. Oh no, Texas thinks it's its own state. That's exactly that's, the point. That's, that's, what, that's what Quebec is. Texas thinks it's its own country. It's still in the United States, and they still have American flags in Texas. They also have flags. Oh, yeah. Right, so <laughs> that is the flag of Canada behind. Yes. I, no, I love Montreal, obviously. Montreal is actually a great city. You ever been, Matt? Yes, I have. Handsome? Not even once. Oh, too bad. I'm here. If, if if they're gonna tell me a story and it's gonna be Cody and Sammy at the WrestleMania, I'm in. Yes. But how do you do without the belt? 
What if Sammy? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do if Sammy beats fucking Roman Reigns for the title Saturday night? No chance. No oh, chance. I didn't ask if there was a chance. I asked what you were gonna do. I. I don't know. Probably nothing. Are but... you gonna come on this show Monday and, and be angry like I was about Tyrus? No, I'm not gonna be angry. Get angry. I mean, I will if you if, listen. I'll. If I'm angry, I'll be angry. If I'm not angry, I won't be angry. It's just you got to play it by ear, man. Just get angry. Well, you seem like, first of all, yes, that's usually how, if you're angry, you're angry. If you're not angry, you're not angry. Yeah. Okay, predict. Right how now you're against it. Kevin's foot is down. He says, no, no, sir. I do not want that. No. I want to see Sami Zayn is going to be in some sort of Jey Uso, Jimmy Uso, Solo Sokoa thing. And that's where it should be. <laughs> and that's where, and that's all I have to say about that's that. All, that's all I got to say about that. Interesting. What? Matt, oh. it's interesting. Look, man, the sto- Sammy's hot to trot right now. Absolutely. You, you, you could be hot to trot and not be the last match at Mania. Maybe he'll do SummerSlam. Maybe he'll do. Whatever the next pay-per-view is afterwards. He'll get his main events again. Don't get me wrong. And maybe we'll see Cody and Sammy. But not at Mania. Don't want it. Don't need it. Don't care. Perhaps. Don't want it. Don't need it. Don't care. Are don't we, care. We're writing this down, right? Yeah. 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 Perhaps. So. Per, perhaps Roman. Because <laughs> you know off. I'm not going to remember it. So. Now, if you show up next week, Kevin, let's just, hypothetical. Okay. Sammy beats Roman. All right. And if you show up next week and you are like, that was the greatest thing I've ever seen and I can't wait for WrestleMania, you're going in the barrel. Yeah. Nope. Can't do it. What? Can't put you in the barrel or you're not going to react like that? No. I will say how I feel in the moment at the time. And if they prove me wrong, God freaking bless them. Interesting. Interesting. It'll be interesting next week then. I mean, I'll I'll allow myself to be in the barrel. I'll take some shots. I'll take some... uh, uh, no, no, not no. I'll I'll take the heat, if you will. Those shots before or after? I didn't do shots today. <laughs> Going to be an interesting week. Yeah, I'm Where looking forward it? to it. I'm looking forward to Elimination Chamber a lot. I think it's going to be fun. I think the crowd is Canadian crowds usually prove to be fantastic. And I think, especially with with Zane in that in that situation, I think it's I think it's going to be a very good pay per view. I think you want the image of the Montreal crowd being absolutely pissed off with Roman Reigns standing over their defeated freaking guy. That's not what I want. I think that's what I think that's what WWE wants. Let them bury the hometown guy. As opposed to Tony Khan booking for the moment where, you know, so-and-so wins because he's in his hometown. He wins a belt and then loses it to Samoa Joe the next week or whatever it is. So, like, I think you want the anti-hero to just kill your baby face, to cement them as a heel. So when Cody beats him, it means that much more. And then Roman comes back as a baby face and feuds with, I don't know, freaking Ezekiel or something. Ezekiel Jackson? No, I, I love Ezekiel Jackson, by the way. Matt, you had some well, pretty awesome facial expressions. What Roman's the... been the champion for over two years. He is – you're not – there's nothing more he can do that's going to make him more hateable, right? 
unless he like fucks Sami Zayn's mother in the middle of the ring Saturday do night. Do it. It's a sex celebration. Kevin said, "Do it." Yeah. Let her ride. God, I wonder Fuck how Sami Zayn's mother is. Is she still alive? Do we know she's a person? Yes. Time to get to rattling bones. I mean, there's de- she's definitely a person. We just don't know if she's alive. I feel like Sammy. I feel like Sammy Zayn is adopted for some reason. Wow. Huh. Fucking going all in on Sammy Zayn tonight, Kevin. I love. I listen. I love me some Sammy Zayn. I think he's hysterical. Uh, doesn't seem. Would like you love him more? But or he's less not. Gonna, he's adopted. not going to be. He's not going to beat Roman Reigns. Yeah, maybe he will. You know what, Kevin? I've had enough of your lip. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke there, but <laughs> oh, no, about, oh, about, oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Nah. That sleeping asshole. Why? Yeah, <laughs> it's not tired yet, babe. <laughs> All right. Wow. Wow. This has been quite the show. Uh, special thanks to Kevin Kelly for joining us today. <laughs> Uh, be sure to follow him at real Kevin Kelly on Twitter at this is a X W on Twitter. If you want free tickets to the show this Saturday night in Hamburg, Pennsylvania at the historic field house, you're going to tweet at the wizards at wizards podcast. Just puts like, Hey y'all, I want to check out at this is a X W. And then that's it. The first five people to do that, that are going to go to the show. Yeah, we'll get free tickets. I'll put you in contact with Kevin Kelly, and he will hook you up with free tickets. And you just got to show up Saturday night and don't be a fucking a dick and not go if you win. Yeah, you better come correct if you're gonna try to do this. You better be there or be square. That's right. Nailed it. We're back next week. Uh, no guests next week. We're doing a Riz- Wizards Rewind to No Way Out 2005. Yeah. Maybe. So you have a week. If you're listening, you're in the chat, you're there all the time, um, hanging out. Eric Freeds, Mike Peterson, Kate the Great, um, uh, Mott Spock, you know, Big Willie Style, TJ Vegas, all you guys, Matthew Birch. If you're going to be here next week, we want you interacting in the chat, talking to us about No Way Out 2005. So watch, watch the show. Yeah. And if you're a Patreon, keep your eyes peeled because you're going to get a message from the Wizards about your pay-per-view picks. Elimination Chamber and New Japan Pro Wrestling Battle in the Valley the same night. Yeah. Big night. And then we're good for the rest of February. There's no more picks for the rest of February. Heavy. Heavy front-loading. Heavy front-loading. And then March is only... uh, March we only got... Revolution and Ring of Honor Super Card of Honor. Then we got two nights of Mania. Well, that starts the uh, that starts the second uh, quarter for oh, the, the second quarter for Patreon. Yes, sir. So if you want to be in on the Patreon picks, you got to be three dollars and above. So if you're at that one dollar level and you're like, man, I wish I could get on these fun fun picks, yeah. just go into your Patreon and edit it to three dollars a month. It's and a, you get the bonus shows, you goose. Yeah, it's a fucking cup of coffee. You silly gooses. I'll send you some coffee beans. You'll be fine. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, Tony should be back with us next week. Uh, and we're uh, we're going to have a lot of fun talking about wrestling, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I had a lot of fun tonight talking about wrestling. Oh, I got a good time. 
I got to get on the plane here. Kevin's got some lickings to do. Easy. Wow. Well, we're going to find out next Monday. <laughs> I guess, huh? Don't worry, Kevin. I use the uh, the the dude just wipe. Stop. Just stop the talking. Mint, just mint stop, chill. Stop. Just stop talking. <laughs> Does the licking of the butt make you uncomfortable? You said it. I know, and I regret it. <laughs> said it and forget it. Well, I didn't say it. I just said I I put a word in there that was not included in like what I meant. Like butt or lick or no afterwards. <laughs> Afterwards, I'm going to be smoking. <laughs> this guy gets it. Sex well, this All has right. been the Wizard Wrestling Podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, or ever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a show. Uh, the rest of February looks like this, guys. Uh, Wizards Rewind next week. No way out. February 27th, we're going to break out the What If vehicle. So if you've listened to our Patreon exclusives... You know, we did a couple what-if shows. What if? A lot of fun. Bret Hart went to WCW in 1992. Instead of staying in the WWF will be our topic. Oh, mama mia. So be sure to tune in for that. All the old school wrestling fans, you conspiracy theorists, you fantasy bookers, it's going to be a good time. we got a lot of creative minds on this show, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun to talk about. So that's February, March. Uh, you know, we'll get there when we get there. I'll let you know about March. I'm working on a couple things. I like it. Oh, I got to hit the stupid song, right? <laughs> uh, look, man, when Tony's not here, I got to do soundboard and commercials and these, all this other stuff. Uh, make sure you follow Handsome Kevin at Year of Pod, at JJ Rogue Means, at. T-O-T-S pod on the Twitter machine. Our very own Shining Wizards Kevin at Kevin Grifo. On Twitter, yep. And at Shining Wizards Kevin on Instagram. Make sure you follow both of those fellas so you can be in the loop on what they're up to. Uh, and we'll be back next week with another episode of the Shining Wizards podcast. I gotta find the thing. Good night, Diana. I don't think Bye. she listens when Tony's not here. That's unfortunate. For who? I think both of us, really. She's a princess. Damn right she is. All right. Good night, everybody. Here's a story about Jack. And Diana. <laughs>